What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. I was confused. New, 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 new world. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Sometimes my stream yard trips, man, I tell you. Uh, anyway, shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here new, 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 new world order. on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Let me check something real quick. For some reason, my stream yard was bugging out early this morning. And uh, we can hear, right? Let me see here. Let me see. Oh, I can't hear over there anyway. We can hear already. Can we hear? Everything's good with the audio. We should be good. All right. Let me see. Let me make sure we're good. All right. There was no intro music. Oh, yeah. I, I pressed it and I saw it was playing over here. It wasn't playing over there. Anyway, shout out to the glitches. New, 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 new world and also, it is Tuesday. Shout out to the gordita in the building. It is Tuesday. Yes. Get you a gordita today. Get you somebody to make you some street tacos or whatnot. Get you a slow Tuesday and all of that in a full effect. And as a matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and open up our Tuesday with our favorite in the building yeah go ahead and put it down baby what's the question what's your body count what what's your body count body count 260 i'm not gonna lie no not your your body count what do you mean how many oh no she's way more lightweight than i am ma'am how many bodies have you had sex with Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers. Oh, more than the 10 fingers. Goodness. It's hard out there, brothers. It's hard out there, brothers, especially when y'all be dealing with them girls with a few extra pounds. Oh, oh, man, it gets bad out there for you guys, man. It's a struggle. But anyway, man, we got a great show for y'all lined up today. We're going to do the age-old question, and we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to let you decide. We're going to not let Coach decide. Don't listen to me. I'm an incel. All right? I'm a virgin as well. All right? I don't know. I had two kids, immaculate conception. I don't get girls. I don't have no girls or nothing. So we're going to we're going to let you guys teach us and this is going to be by vote. So it's going to be a little bit of uh, you guys get the vote. Ladies, you get the vote, too. If you're here looking at me and my chocolate skin, you guys get the vote and we're going to put them in order of priority. Looks, money, status, game or attention. I'm going to add attention in there and I'm going to use a couple of clips to back this up. And we're going to use a clip from Fresh and Fit. We're going to also use a clip from Logan Paul a clip from a, a couple of young ladies that we're going to do today, and then the Andrew Tate clip, which I can't find, but I'm going to have to paraphrase it, what he said here. And it's all going to give you a different perspective. All right, I know the dating coaches are firing up. They're like, all right, finally, we're going to catch this ninja. All right, we're going to catch this ninja, and we're going to catch him. We're going to vote game all the way, but we're going to give it. We're going to give it a whole thing here. I'm going to be fair to the game, guys. I'm going to be fair to the game, guys, and give a good, thorough explanation of what game is and where it came from. And um, why it's dead. I'll be fair, though. <laughs> anyway, uh, great show today. Um, and also, we're going to talk about what happens when you uh, mis-execute or fail execution of a pump and dump. Mm. All right. This lady, man, out here, and uh, she's a skinny lady. Skinny uh, uh, Mexican chick, I believe she is, or Puerto Rican. I don't know what she is. She out here acting crazy. We're going to show you what happens when you pump and dump for free. What can happen and how you pay. 
Straggling Sniggle Theater is going to be here and all of that and so forth and so on. So, look, without further ado, as you enter the building, hit the like button so you can like this stream and bring some more people in. This is how you bring more people in. I know. You forget to hit the like button and you're like, oh, I, I'm cool. I love CGA. Hit the like button. Oh, I forgot. Okay, you can bring some more people in here as well. Dallas I CGA Live is how you contribute to today's show. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And also PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Since we are highly, highly, highly uh, people, uh, what, do we, what do they call it? Shadow banned? I mean, we're beyond shadow banned over here. I'm just letting you know. We're, I mean, it's beyond. I know people complain. And they have full monetization, full ability to get to receive um, super chats, full ability to do this. And they'd be like, we're shadow banned. I'm like, bro, dude, I'm over here. I got snuffed out. I'm just here. They're just hoping I just give up. All right. <laughs> YouTube is like, well, we're not just going to take him off. We just hope he gives up. We're just going to completely discourage him. <laughs> but the coach gang always comes back. With it, you know what I mean? The coach gang. Without your sponsorship, the show can't go on. All right. They're like, I'm I'm the guy in office space that they just keep moving around. All right. They keep moving around. They finally move them to the basement. They're like, Well, we're not gonna fire him. We just hope he gets the point. <laughs> Let uh, hopefully he gets the point. You know, he hopefully he just gives up. Yeah, I'm Milton from often office space. All right, so the coach gang community is keeping this thing alive, and every now and then I'll circumvent the system, and they'll figure it out, right? Uh, you know, they know I'll find a, file a racism claim against them, you know, but they, listen, look, like, if you think you're shadow banned over here, they literally is like, we got to put him completely out. So anyway, yeah, I'm the red stapler guy. All right, anyway, uh, so with that being said, this is how you contribute to today's show. I gave you dollar sign CJ Live, Venmo, and PayPal, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams on the top of the live chat in the free agent lifestyle channel. And then you can super chat, but you just can't do it at the free agent lifestyle channel. You got to go over to the notorious CGA channel and super chat over there while you can and, um, and uh, contribute over there. And then I'll make sure I acknowledge you. Also, we are live on Facebook. We're alive on rumble. We are also alive on YouTube in the building, man. You know how it goes. New, 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 new and without further ado, let's acknowledge the earlier contributors to today's show. While we're at it, Leaf says, Coach, will you consider re-uploading all the live streams from the CGA channel? He says, you dropped some wisdom on those live streams I'd like to revisit. I would probably do that on Rumble or private, privately. You know what I mean? I had to, uh, That's a. it's a whole bunch of work. Whole bunch of work. I mean, I would need to hire an assistant to do that. Because I already sit in this chair for like six, seven hours already. All right, so then I got to go and find the old live streams, the old... I mean, not find them. I know where they are, <laughs> but um, then I have to match the thumbnail, upload it. That is a considerable amount of work, and I probably wouldn't do it for free. So at this point, so it would just be way too much work. All right. That would be a charge for that. Anyway, um, and uh, that, that's funny. That's a whole nother story about how those live streams came down. All right. And how, how dude, there's a that story is wild. Anyway, I can't even get into it. Teddy KGB, Coach, yesterday's early stream was a masterclass. Know your efforts are changing the destinies of many men. Tuition. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, man. We, we're, we're passing now knowledge. Every time I say something, there's a story that comes out that backs it up. Whether it's a normie story or I can back my information up. And I love doing it because I go, okay, here's the example of what I'm talking about. Where do we at? Simon Small. Thank you for being here again. Raul says, give us 
my primo Francisco for the slow gorditas out here. Well, shout out to primo, our primo Francisco. We'll do it here. I got to get through these. I don't want to get too far behind. Speaking my mind, says to my favorite African-American out here. Shout out to my favorite African-American out here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. <laughs> look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm The dictator, about? Coach, I can't sponsor the show until Richard's dad makes more money, darling. He says, I'm out here door dashing on the morning shift. Uh, boom, IACGA in the building. Congratulations out there. You out there with the hustle. Henry Brazilian says, status looks money game in that order. Status looks money game in that order. In some instances, based on your status, women can tell if you have money. Yes, indeed. He says, back in the day, game was king. I got money. This is Truski. This is Truski. But don't let me influence you. We're going to get to that later in the show so you guys can vote on what you think in modern times. Not no old shit. Not no shit that we should be doing. Right? We always have this. Well, what should work? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, look. We ain't doing that. You know what, 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 what women should be doing and what men should be doing. And if we both are doing this, what should work? No. <laughs> We're not going to play that game because we have a bunch of men that aren't going to do that. And they grew up in a time where they don't need that. Back when I was out, I went back with cordless phones. Back when, back when women didn't have Instagram, <laughs> back when women weren't addicted to Instagram, if they weren't addicted to Instagram, what we should do. No, nah, no, nah, we ain't doing that, bro. We going we gonna to keep it real around here. All right, Elijah in the building. I didn't forget about you this month, coach. Oh, appreciate you, brother. My brother dropped the co-sponsorship. I'm real, Okay. Thank you, brother. Oh, you got you got some more. He says, good take on Coach Prime. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Coach Prime, man, he's on the move. He done moved on. But he's trying to coach that bowl game. He's trying to coach the bowl game. And they are the, the SWAC coaches are probably going to sign a petition to get him to not coach the game. Boy, I tell you, brothers, you cannot trust. Do, do not get me started. <laughs> do not get me started. They trying to petition, yo, I mean, y'all can't trust, you can't trust your own people. David, delicious Dave, anyway, shout out to you. And I ain't calling you no damn delicious. All right, anyway, shout out to DGC Moore for the espresso. Appreciate you, man. Oh, man, shout out to Pindar. Good morning, CGA. First day on my new job using my CDL. Let's effing go. Shout out to you, brothers. Go get your bag. Go get your bag. XL Pro Services says Coach Gang in the building. Yes, indeed. Who we got in here? Double D. No government name says for the free agent lifestyle fund. That's how we do it around here. <laughs> Dr. Thunder. Music in the building. The great Dr. Thunder. Man, I, I, you about hit 10,000 subscribers at this point, huh? All right. Shout out to you. He says here for the support. Here to support you, bro. I caught a little bit of your stream this morning. You know, I do it as I'm waking up and prepping, so I kind of have it going on i caught a little bit of it but um i wish i can catch more i'm gonna catch a little bit more dr thunder in the building the intellectual we got them intellectual brothers here uh shout out to macaroni tony he says brothers don't understand space on these machines huh he says asking one man for one upload 
is like asking for a receipt at the hood for the corners, though. Get that notepad and take notes like me. CGA quote of the year is obsession keeps us from making mistakes. Shout out to you. Yeah. Yeah. People don't. Yeah. Upload, upload space. I had to purchase space. As a matter of fact, on my I do have a place where all of my old uploads are. And I don't I don't announce this, but it is a space that is on. I think the link is in the description box. Because what I did was I knew YouTube was going to act funny in my first two years of content is all on Vimeo. And I actually had to buy space. I still do it. And there's still some people on my Vimeo. They probably don't know like $5 is coming out of your account every month. I make like $36 a month <laughs> over there. But the archives are over on Vimeo. I don't even I don't even announce it. I think I have it somewhere in my in my um. I forgot about that. You just reminded me of that because I knew something was going to happen. So I uploaded like my first two years of videos over on Vimeo. Anybody have the link? Hold on for a second. Let me check something. This should be in the description box. I'm going to check a video real quick. Uh, pardon me if the music kicks in. Um, let me see something. I'm going to look at something because I know yeah, uploading and having space and all that shit is a full-time job upon amongst itself. Let me see if I can find it. I'm looking in the... Um, let me see. It should say premium content or something like that. Let me see if I see it. Okay. I don't. Oh, yep. I don't see it. I must have took the link down. I'm going to put it back up for those who want to know. I'll put it back up in the uh, description box. So on Vimeo, I have a private area where I have all of my old stuff. All right. You can subscribe over there if you want, but I ain't about to upload all that shit. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, shout out to Eddie says, I'm going for status first. Money and looks can be interchangeable for second and third place, which we will vote for first, second, third, fourth place. All right. He says you can have status without money, but looks and vice versa. All right. He says attention fourth and game last. All right. Shout out to you, brother there. And then I'll check PayPal. I wonder, does anybody still does anybody still look at my premium content channel? I don't know. Y'all going to start canceling y'all subscription. You'd be like, damn, I did remember I got on this premium content. <laughs> you were like, y'all going to be pissed the hell off when you find out you've been paying me $5 a month for about two years. Let me see something. Coach Greg Adams, Vimeo. Vimeo. I'm just curious as to why it is not. Why, why isn't it even um, under my links in the description box? I took it down. Probably because um, somebody would have called me a... Uh, Oh, here it is right here. Let me show y'all. Let me show y'all. Somebody would have called me a grifter. It's called Coach Greg Adams TV. You know, CGA be on it, man. I'm one of these content creators. I know what the hell's happened. Check this out. If you guys wanted to know, Vimeo.com on demand, Coach Greg Adams TV. Now watch this. Watch the people start shuffling. They're going to be like, well, I ain't paying for it. All right, but look, if you wanted the content that was probably taken down from YouTube, all right, these are the ones that are on there. There's like 400 videos right there. But somebody's going, oh, look, $1.99 a month, bro. What? <laughs> $2. $2 a month. All right, so if you wanted to see CGA from the beginning, the origins, all right, all the live streams, somebody asked for it, and somebody reminded me that I actually bought space to put all of my private con all of my content on so that if YouTube did yank me, it's on there. But it's only the first two years, the first two years of live streams, the first two years of shortcut videos, all of that. 
All right. Thanks for reminding me. I forgot about that shit. I'm a grifter. <laughs> I'm definitely a grifter for sure. All right. Uh, thanks for reminding me of that. Anyway, you can go over there. I'll put it in the description box on demand. Coach Greg Adams TV. That's where I came up with the name Coach Greg Adams TV. All right. What else? Kaylin says, what's up, coach? I just wanted to say rest in peace to coach Mike Leach. I just thought about your clip that you played of him speaking about his player's girlfriend. He was truly one of a kind. Rest in peace to Mike Leach. You know, you guys got to take care of your health. Indeed. So Mike Leach is the football coach that I did feature on here, you know, about three weeks ago. And he was complaining about his player's fat girlfriend. He died. He died this morning of a heart attack. Um, so age 61. So guys, live your life to the fullest. Live, live your life to the fullest. Do not wait to live life because age 61, you could go out like that. Paul Silas as well died. Paul Silas, a great NBA coach and a, a former Hall of, I think he's a Hall of Fame basketball player. I think he paid for the Bullets back in the day. If I'm not mistaken, he coached the Charlotte Hornets and some other teams. Paul Silas as well died, but he was in his 80s. But congratulations to the both. I think he was close to his 80s. My man, Jay Cool, coach, started off struggle streaming today. Coach, I think it helps to remember where I came from and compare that to the winning I've had since then. That said, for me, it is more like I got some money. He said, I got some money. I got money. Instead of I got money, he says, thank you, and Uncle Earl. Um, he's he. I don't have it. He said that I don't have it. I don't have money. <laughs> All right, but he says at the moment, hey, you got some money. That's good. You in the head in the right direction. All right, last one, and then we'll get it going. Last one, Ad Austin. I I can't remember your other name, but shout out to you. He says status looks game money attention. All right, shout out to you. Status looks game money attention. We're gonna all put it together in a collaborative effort, and ladies, you can vote as well. Ladies, you can vote as well. I know you guys are out here silent assassins acting like you don't watch this show, but you're watching me and you're wishing you can get your skin like me. You're looking at this old man and my skin is better than yours. You're looking at me and you're looking at all of them breakouts and blemishes. You're looking at all of them pimples, blackheads and whiteheads. You're looking at all of that wrinkled up skin and around your neck and that turkey necks. Uh, you're looking at all of that. And you going, why is this dude's skin so smooth? Look at that chocolatey skin. Mm. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And this one's going to be a doozy. What's wrong in the hood? All right, guys. Uh, my book, The Evolution, is also for sale on Amazon. Show us the free agent lifestyle and the free book, 52 Things, on my website. GregAdams1.com. I told you we were going to be in this position, and I hate to keep patting myself on the back, but Coach Shadamas did tell you. But you didn't see it coming because you thought Big Daddy government was going to take care of you. You thought Zaddy was always going to have your back. Well, Zaddy out here, Joe Biden out here going nuts. And this is because he can't really do anything for you guys. You have to do for self. So we're going to put this young woman up here. We're not putting her on blast. We're actually giving you a little bit of an indication of what type of people she deals with and the mindset they deal with of patching themselves and their way through life. She's going to complain about Section 8 and the lack of Section 8 housing vouchers and whatnot 
that you chicken heads and all of you people out there are trying to use to get through life. And I will refrain from talking about this woman's hair. It is interesting, but at least it's not a bonnet and it is, at least it's not a weave. So I'm just going to go with that. All right. I'm going to go ahead and appreciate what she's doing with her hair and black people. Y'all got to stop talking about black women's hair. No matter what she do, she feels she can't win. So, yes, this is an interesting look, but at least it's not a wig or a weave or a bonnet. So I'm going to just go ahead and give her that. Let's go ahead and roll the film. All right. Here we go right here. Let's see if I can get it going. Section eight, housing young mothers. Okay, let's I'm go. About to say, but I'm about to say it anyways. The resources for young mothers are running out. Housing, section eight, hood, all that is supposed to be a stepping stone. Um, uh, whatever your name is, young lady, and shout out to her. I, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> all right, what are you talking about? So she said she bought this. Hold on. Did she say she bought to say it or she finna? Did she say, I can't, let me, let me go back. Let's go back. Y'all ain't gonna like what I'm about to say, but I'm about to say it anyway. Yeah, she said, bop. You ain't know what I'm about to say, but I'm about to say it. You don't, don't like what I'm about, about, about to say, but I'm about, about to. No. <laughs> Shout out to her. Hey, man. Did she say housing vouchers in Section 8 is a stepping stone? <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. I can't with you Americans. As well as you African Americans. Oh, look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? You said, you said, and I'm not even dissing her because she's going in on the straggles. She's going in on the straggles. Obviously, she's some sort of nurse practitioner. Not even that. The resources for young mothers are running out. Yes. Housing, Section 8, hood, all that is supposed to be a stepping stone. It's no way in hell that you OG veterans still getting housing 10, 20, 30, 40 years later. You mean? <laughs> okay, yeah. So you used to deal with straggles. I know she lives in the Midwest for sure. She lives in Midwestern City. So she lives in Gary, Indiana. She's mad that the old women from the 90s are still finessing the system. All right, let's go ahead and continue. You tell me out of all this time you can get your shit together. Young mothers are having it hard. Like you OGs, let, let, let it go. Let it go. Give the Nah, they ain't letting it go. Barbarian at the gate. Look, they fought Donald Trump when Donald Trump was uh tearing up Section 8 and housing vouchers and WIC. And they was mad at Donald Trump and they ran and voted Biden in with the quickness. All right, just to keep them free resources. And your aunties and your grannies and your mammies. They still out there attaching themselves to Uncle Zaddy. Let's go, Eddie Katie. The young mother something. Y'all got that shit back in the 90s and just don't want to let it go. Y'all got comfortable. Too comfortable. And don't y'all try to come for me because for one, I don't got kids. All right. She and this video is not for those with uh, a disability, those who can't work due to like health reasons or whatever. This video was for perfectly fine human beings who just sit at home, collect Section 8, collect housing. And been doing it for years. And been doing it for years. So again, you know what I'm saying? New, 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 new uh, yes. And people have been doing it way past since the 90s. They've been doing this since the 70s. And people want to know what position we're in the in the hood is that uh, or the neighborhoods or the community or whatever you want to call it is because um, Mr. Welfare has came knocking at the door. The Civil Rights Acts from Le Lyndon B. Johnson and Martin Luther King was a big proponent of signing these civil rights bills into order into law 
and people have become dependapotamuses. They become dependent on the government. Thus, nothing else will improve until that dependency is released. Even the dependency that the government's going to solve your problems by raining down reparation checks. It's actually just phenomenal, the mentality that people have instead of doing for self. So there's people that are having, uh, they're, they're straddling the fence between being self-sufficient and building the community versus being dependent on the government. And you can't really have both in that particular situation. You can't straddle the fence. Yes, you can get over on the government. Yes, you can. People do get over on the government. Rich people get over on the government. Rich people use government resources, grants, and whatnot. They do it. And in government contracts, they do it. I'm not saying have zero dependency, but to have pretty much a complete dependency where they're finessing them to stay in the poverty in order to get these resources, as well as single mothers do this, they actually keep themselves making low wages so they can qualify for more child support. You know what I mean? Like that mentality has to change. And fortunately, this young woman is on that side, but she's kind of on that side. She's just telling the old people to get out of the way. So the youth and the young mothers can steal and become dependent dependapotamuses. But what she's saying is the old people are preventing the young women from becoming dependent dependapotamuses. And that is very sad. That is very sad. So she tried. I'll give her that. And she looks like a pretty young lady, respectable. And uh, with that being said, her conditions where she grew up won't allow her to actually see better because she's actually stuck in that mindset. And she should be, you know, she should be, uh, uh, she's attractive enough to be able to work herself out of that and get to a middle-class position. But she does her job and she takes her ass back to Gary, Indiana. That's a sad thing. She got to go back to Gary, Indiana. She probably lives with her mammy and it's a, a, probably a mess. She probably lives around the, the hood. She going to the Kona liquor store, all of that stuff. Uh, she shouldn't even be aware of people who do these things. But of course, this is her situation. But anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, the Barbarian is at the gate. New, 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 as predicted by CGA. We got another brother who shared this on locals.com, Coach Greg Adams.locals.com. And uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can share the screen. This is another Coach Radamus prediction as well. And it says here, this is a post, it appears to be somewhere in Portland, Oregon, home of the other white meat. And she says right here, when, I believe this is a woman. When I am at my breaking point financially and capitalism is kicking my ass. New, 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 new world order. I can't, I don't understand anti-capitalism. I don't. <laughs> All right, I don't. But anyway, it says in capital, uh, listen, this is a woman saying this. And of course, of course, this is what I predicted that would happen in my book, The Evolution. We're de-evolving. And listen, she says, when I when capitalist, it, it, capitalism is kicking my ass, I consider sex work, but I still won't settle for less than I deserve in a relationship. Wow. What did I say in The Evolution? They're going to be selling feed pictures. They're going to go into seeking. They're going to go into, they, they, that's where they're going, OnlyFans. Because it's available and it's easy for now. It's easy. They perceive it to be easy. And she says right here, I don't know. It's uh, there's a message. Uh, I saw one of your TikToks about being crushed by capitalism. JFC. It says right here, if there's anything I'm thankful for this year, it's an increase in salary, even without having to get a second job. F this economy right now and F settling for these F boys out here. Obviously, that's a woman. Now, the message then continues. Somebody responds, amen. 
We are leaving F-Boys in 2022. F-Boys, to me, are dudes that run game, but that's neither here nor there. The economy, and people might disagree, but the economy does not, uh, th- does not afford women the opportunity to be out here effing for free. Not when they know women are getting paid for it in a variety of ways, whether they have to give up the real snatch or they could just sell it, the perception of it. But I told you this economy is going to start going to the chitter and prostitution will be out. I've been saying this since 2018, and people probably been saying it before me. I've been saying this since 2018. Women are going to be knocking at your door for bottles of water. This is essentially it. This economy has been effing brutal for so many. I can't imagine doing doing it with kids. We all deserve better. Wrong. Nobody deserves nothing. (laughs) In the words of CGA. Nobody deserves a damn thing. Everybody got to get what they can get. She says, I'd rather be single forever than waste my time. Boy, even in the relationship marketplace, they're going, I don't even want to get into a relationship. Forget the F boys. And even a relationship is like, nah, because I got to go get some money. Now, here's where the kicker is. Honestly, I just need good pipe down. I just need a good pipe down once in a while. And like maybe a small lotto win so a beach can breathe. (laughs) Also, I'm going to start selling my underwear or something. Feet pics. Where we at? Dude, I'm telling you, man. This is just a casual common conversation between women. And this is what not all, not all, a lot of women are. They're thinking this. They're thinking this, and some women knock it. I would never, and I've never thought about it. In this economy, women are thinking about it. This is a celibate economy. This is a monetized woman economy. This is an easy access to attention economy. This is what we're doing. Now, listen, I know a lot of women are going, not me, but listen, there are suburban wives that have figured this out. They figured this out, and they're doing it. So I don't care who you are. Some of them women have crossed that line. And I know you're like, I don't know any, but I do. All right. And I've seen these examples of them. The economy is something else. I've seen married couples. They're they're just like, okay, my wife is the OnlyFans. I don't give a damn. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, when when I went on that show with Valuetainment, there was a woman that did that. She was like, I'm married and I'm on OnlyFans. We were married for 20 years. On the 21st year, I joined OnlyFans. And she was like, I make a million dollars a year. There's an example right there. Okay, so don't don't just put this on straggles. Don't just put this on people, people that you think are low-life women. There are people that are going, we're going there. Yep, she went from nurse to OnlyFans. He says, they not dumb. They know what's going on. Yeah, you're right about it, but they always want to act like, oh, you're just making an decision. I never thought about. They know what time it is out here. And anyway, that's the straggling single theater for the day. Yeah, they not dumb. They know exactly what time it is. And with that being said, it's time to catch up on a couple of chats before I get far behind. Ninja Snuggle says, my gordita is in love with me. She's 41 years old. We've known each other for a year now. Yeah, well, that's your fault, sir. No. <laughs> You've been giving her that pipe. You've been giving her that D attention. And now she's yours. She's yours forever. All right. And so you got to have to go and get rid of her. I mean, has she started cooking for you? She started making tacos for you? Soon as she cooks for you, it's a rapsky. You, she's your gordita. That's yours. <laughs> That's your own personal gordita. 
He said, you've been told once you go past six weeks and you keep piping her down, is she yours? Ladies love cool C game only works. If you can get your foot in the door. Yes. That if you can get your, well, they're going to encourage you. You got to figure out how to get your foot in the door, but we'll get to that part. He says, uh, you got to get your foot in the door with looks, money and or status. But without those game is useless. Like an O and 11, not sorry. an O and 18 NFL team. Yeah. an O and 18. Got to get your foot in the door. There's a way to get your foot in the door. And uh, where game originated from, we're going to tell you how they do it. I'm going to tell you how they do it. All right. You got to be on that hunt. You got to start knocking pimps for they hoes. That's what you're going to have to do. Genetic Freak 84 says, hey, you. Hey, you. Rob Marine, CGA. Rudy Giuliani threatened with jail if he doesn't pay ex-wife <laughs> country club fees. And he owes up to 14K. Hold that L. America's mayor shaking my damn head. What happened? Even Ruli Giuliani can't get around paying his ex-wife's expenses. He's trying to be out here running the country by, by subversion. And, um, and here he is dealing with an ex-wife. Hey, one of the things that you guys are going to realize that if you ever get a divorce, your ex-wife is waiting to throw your ass up under the bus. <laughs> okay. Like if something like if later on in life you do something wrong, they're going to go back and interview your ex-wife and she's going to throw shade on your shit. Right. She's going to throw shade on you. And like we interviewed his ex-wife. You've been divorced 15, 20, 30 years. They're going to interview her ass and she's going to be up in there like, have I got a story to tell you? <laughs> right. Because you just literally was married to her. They go like, well, she's a good source of information. Pfft. Man, she going to throw your ass up under the bus. All right. There's a rare exceptions of that happening in the Johnny Depp trial. Uh, the Johnny Depp trial is an exception. So some of his exes came to his defense. All right. And uh, every now and then the ex will come in and say, no, that doesn't sound like my husband. But if they go back and they can go back and you did your ex-wife dirty or she thinks you did her dirty, she going to go back 20 years. They're going to be like, let's interview the ex-wife. Woo. <laughs> dude and i always tell you don't ever believe what an ex-wife have to say good or bad anyway speaking my mind money first power second women last he says you know what i'm saying first you get the money then you get the power then you get the women food will be no dummy shout out to i did in the building thank you for the coffee and i'm gonna check on the other apps bro real quick let me see here. Shout out to number one stunner. What, 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 what? Watching coach on a rumble right now for now. All right. Appreciate y'all. I don't even see nothing going on. Any action going on over there? All right. I didn't even even started the stream over there. Struggle streaming. Struggle streaming. What's going on? All right. We got macaroni. Tony, he says. Now, you know, damn well, that wasn't a nurse. That was a phlebotomist. That was a phlebotomist at a nursing home. Probably. Yeah, she wasn't no nurse. I got to get my colors together because what is purple? What are the purple uh, thingies are? What, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what are the purples? Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> I never can think about what are those names. What's the name of that shit that they wear? I can never think of that name. Scrubs. <laughs> scrubs. What are purple scrubs? Purple scrubs got to be, you know what I mean? You're not a nurse practitioner. You like a nurse's assistant. What are purple scrubs? By the way, you know it's illegal. I think it's illegal in many places to walk around with scrubs and act like you're a doctor. We're going to talk about that later, by the way. Because game dudes will do shit like that. You know what you do? 
you dress up like a, you know, they come up with stupid shit like that. You know what you do? You dress up like you a doctor. Then you go to the donut store and then all the holes are going to be on you. That's what, that's what pickup coaches do. Yeah. She a nurse's aide for sure. Shout out to Das Token is the channel name coach. Shout out to Das Token. I'm going to remember that Das Token. I know you've been here. I've been calling you the other name, but uh, we got one more and I'm going to get back. Somebody said you for real. Yeah. You can get person. You can get prosecuted for some shit like that. All right, where we at? Das Token says girls are being so parasitic that they're scamming dudes with the promise of nudes for money. This is true, too. This is true, too. They will scam you for nudes for money and make you pay the money and don't even send you none. I'm like, at least send some fake nudes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you scam me. At least send me some fake nudes. What the hell? Last one. We're going to call you JJL. Joey in the building, he says, Coach, I'm out here making kids coloring books, figuring out what side hustle works. There are millions of ways to make money, and most XXs can't think outside their peace leave box, and they'll blame capitalism, and this is true. All right, so ladies, I, you know, but listen, that's how women are designed. They're designed to actually take orders. Many of them do not have the ideas to think outside of the box. And even when they go, well, I'm a hustler, and I do OnlyFans, like you literally regressing backwards. Listen, you do what you want to do, but the reality is saying that you're hustling, selling feet pictures, you're a prostitute. It's the oldest profession. That's that's going backwards, but do you, boo? Like you're that's called degrading yourself for dollars. But listen, once it comes to that, they they don't want to do the extra work. I knew someone. I knew someone that was an artist. That was an artist. And back in the day, like they could paint wine glasses and shit like that. And they tried it for one damn day and it was work. But they realized how much work it was and they quit. She, they was like, forget it. It was a woman. But I was like, nah, you got to, you got to keep going. You can't just give up like that easily. You can't just be like, well, that's too much work. You know what I mean? You got to actually, this is kind of before social media was going on. I mean, there was MySpace and maybe Facebook was just coming out. I was like, make all the ones you can. You know, uh, this is before Etsy. Put them up on Facebook, tell, take orders. Then, nah, they rather go and get married, sell some feet, sell some piss, sell some puss. They be straight lazy, lazy. They're good at taking orders, giving orders, disastrous. And this is in general, disastrous. They got to be told what to do. And if they can't have a job being told what to do, they be throwing their hands up in the air like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> They be like, I don't know how I'm going to make. And guys, there's some men like that, too. Well, I'm trying to wait on the job to come around. I'm like, but you don't got no other skill. None. You can't resole shoes. You can't cut hair. You can't cut hair. You can't tell people how to do push-ups. Correct. You can't teach a dude how to dribble basketball. You know what I mean? I'll teach you how to dribble a basketball. Like, you can't. Like, there's something. <laughs> Dude, there's always something. You don't have no skills, no handyman skills. You can't be like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and, you know what I mean? I know how to drill. I know how to find a, I know how to find a stud. I know how to hang shit. I know how to paint, rake leaves, mow the lawn, something. <laughs> there got to be something. Cut grass. There, there, there's something. It's not just women. Chris Zinn is right. It's just like y'all got to figure out there. there's something out there you can do. Moving company. You got a truck. Do you have a truck? 
Hey, if you have a truck, you're never out of business. If you have a truck, you're never out of business. You can do something. Just go on uh, Craigslist. Go on Craigslist. I'm giving y'all game. Go on Craigslist and say you will help people move furniture with your truck. You'll show up. They load the shit on your truck and you just drive it over there. Now, if you want to be nice and help them move the shit on the truck, that's an extra fee. But you can move somebody's shit. Somebody always needs a truck. There's always a straggle that needs a truck. That was one of the reasons I have a truck. You know me, I ain't never going to be out of business. If somebody shut down one pipeline, my ass will, I got a truck. I ain't never going out of business. Drive around Ikea, drive around Ikea and look at all these people who bought shit and thought they was going to put it in a damn Nissan Altima. And they trying to cram it in that Altima. Hey, you know what? Looks like you need a truck. And they got 18 of them long boxes. They thought they was going to put it into their Nissan Altima. Nope. They got people hanging out the back of the trunk. No, 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 no. Get this truck. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can go into some labor. You want to dump that shit in my truck? I'll take it to the landfill. Hey, get you a pickup truck. Get you a pickup. I call it a pick up truck. Get you a pickup up truck, man. I ain't never going hungry. I'm never going hungry. Now, I might have to move. I might have to sell some shit, but I ain't never going hungry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's what it is, boy. You guys got to have the hustle mentality 100%. I got a heavy-duty ass 150, or I lift it to the ground, ready to throw shit up in the back, just like that. And I got an extra cab right there, big extra cab in the back. It is what it is around here, bro. Y'all better have a hustle. Uh, he says, you missed my super chats from last night's show. After the show, I'll come check it out later. All right. Shout out to you, Ninja Snuggle. She's Venezuelan. She makes me. Oh, Arapas. 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 Shout out to you. I don't even know what that is. All right. Uh, where are we at? Let's get back to the show because people want to know what's up. I got the information for you guys. Be careful how you operate and who are you, who, who you are choosing. Right. You always pay one way or another. That's our philosophy. We don't abandon that philosophy by trying to prove we're cool for getting free sex. Yes, we all get some free sex and it's it is what it is. But sometimes all it takes is one time for that free sex to turn into some cold, hard cash for somebody or it could turn into a headache or it could turn into a pregnancy or it could turn into child support. What we are saying in general is one of these days you're going to pay. Or you pay one way or another. We don't give you cool points for giving getting free sex because it's only a matter of time. It's not a matter of if, it's, ha it's a matter of when. And when the win happens, there's no sniggling out of it. You see what I mean? Puff Daddy out there getting banging up that Asian and then he skeeted in her guts. Now he's going to owe her hundreds of thousand dollars, if not a million dollars over a lifetime. Free sex is nice. But sometimes if you keep rolling those dice, it's bad. Let's give you a bad example of this one. Or this is a good example, as a matter of fact. Let's go to this woman right here. Here she is right there. Look at this wonderful plain Jane. And I'm sure she made herself up. She'd look all right. She's a chicken. You know what I mean? The skinny foldable. Uh, looks like she's a Latino. Her last name is Escobar. So that should have probably tipped off this ninja. It should have probably tipped off this ninja. Escobar, probably not a woman that I want to mess with. She's probably Carteles. All right. Ariel Escobar is her name. All right. And uh, this ninja right here thought he was. Look, he looked like I get free sex ninja. He looked like uh, 
I get free sex and pipe these holes down, ninja. Look at him. He he grinning just like a I get free sex ninja. Look at this dude. Coach, I get it for free. Sniggling looking. All right. Anyway, he looked like he's sniggling. But what happened to him? TSU football staffer arrested for allegedly ramming running back's car in a jealous rage. Oh. And let's talk about it here. It says right here, Tennessee State University staffer. And this is the woman here was arrested earlier this month after she allegedly rammed her vehicle into a Tigers and to a Tigers player's car in a fit of jealous rage. According to the court records, Devin Starling, Devin, this is Devin Starling right here. Sling, Sniggle. We're going to call him Sniggle. All right, Devin Starling here, a Tennessee State junior running back, called police at 2.30 a.m. It's already, it's always early in the morning. <laughs> oh, died suddenly? Mike Leach, heart attack? Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. It's always, why is it always early in the morning like this? Because you sniggling ninjas be trying to operate. I get it for free sex, coach. But it's always your sniggling ass up late at night chasing these people down. And of course, you're like, I get the baddest hoes. Here you go right here. Now, I, this is not an ugly chick. But this chick right here, she halfway looking the special. I know she probably looks better on her Instagram. But this is the broad you're telling me you get free sex back. This is who you bragging about? Sniggle. This is who you bragging about, Sniggle? This is a slow week for me, this one. This woman right here is a slow week for me. Anyway, anyway, all right, here, 2.30 in the morning on December 3rd in Davidson uh, County, Tennessee. Oh, it makes sense, Tennessee. After he said he saw his ex-fling, Ariel Escobar, the Tigers' director of football operation, and on-campus recruiting in her car outside of his apartment, as he arrived home with this girlfriend. So let's 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 go ahead and look this up here. So what had happened was he banged this broad. She works as on-campus recruiting, so she gets piped down by recruits and shows them around campus, all right, in her black miniskirt for Tennessee State. All right, that's what she does. She's a football operation. She's a she's the football secretary and the campus ass for online for um on-campus recruits. All right, but let's that's neither here nor there. So he comes home late night with his girlfriend, and the girl is hanging out at his house ready to pounce. All right, let's go ahead and do it. He says she's the pin cushion. The football player who logged in 540 uh, rushing yards and two total touchdowns this season, he riding pine, claims he told Escobar to leave, but she refused. So this is a free sex situation turn. Sad. Police said in the documents that startling then proceeded to drive around with his girlfriend while waiting for the cops to arrive. According to docs, startling said that uh, after pulling into the parking lot, Escobar followed him and then blocked him into one of the parking spots. <laughs> right. The tiger tailback allegedly said that she then rammed her vehicle into his car while he and his girlfriend were still in it. And the docs, the football player said Escobar uh, actually backed up and hit his car a second time before pulling off. He claimed the car had some minor damage. According to docs, Escobar later showed up back up at the apartment when she was arrested. Damn, she showed up back to the scene of the crime. Police said she then told them that she did it, that she did indeed block them in with the car, and she wanted startling to 
confessed to his girlfriend that he had a sexual relationship with her the day before. Hey, man, when you're dealing with Latina chicks, you can't remember what I told you. Okay, I got to go full screen now. Remember when I told you this? I don't know if you missed this part of the show. When you're messing with Latina chicks, be careful. You cannot treat them like straggle daggles. I know you game ninjas out here be always running around here with your white women and acting like you just so fantastic. Running game on white women, delusional as silly, dingy ass white women. That's always them. Every now and then an Asian chick, every now and then a Latina chick. Never, rarely ever a black chick. And I know somebody did a response video. There's dating coaches for all kind of black. And I'm talking about game ninjas. I'm not talking about dating coaches, meaning these female dating coaches and these goofy ass Derek Jackson dating coaches. I mean, game ninjas. Game ninjas rarely be running game on black women. Running game. Not dating advice. Some dude made a TikTok basically trying to disagree. There's dating coaches for black people. I said game ninjas. Not dating coaches, meaning these goofy ass women and these goofy ass men giving dating advice. That's not a dick. That's not a game ninja. What I'm telling you is you mess around with Latinas wrong. They're going to make you pay. <laughs> when you're messing around with Latinas wrong, you cannot listen. Y'all don't know what I grew up around Latinas. I lived in Southern California. There ain't nothing but Latinas everywhere. Whatever city you go to in Los Angeles or San Diego or Orange County, Latinas are there and they run deep. They roll deep. They don't play. <laughs> they don't play and they don't care about the law or the rules. They will stab, shank, shoot, ask Cousin Primo with the damn lowrider 6'4". They will block your ass in. They will ram your car. And they don't give a damn. <laughs> they don't care. They will get you jumped, stabbed, robbed, killed, shot, whatnot. They don't care about the law. Where they come from and they family, there ain't no law. You do a girl wrong, they on your meat. <laughs> Pause. They on your meat. They just shank your shit off and throw it out the window on the freeway. They don't give a F. So what you guys got to understand, and this is why my lessons are for dudes running game, and dudes don't know this. He's down in uh, Tennessee. He didn't mess with a little foldable Latina. He thought he was going to pipe her down and leave her ass alone, man. F that chick. She straight showed up right at his apartment, sitting outside, like. Because <laughs> she went to his apartment, was like, let me go in and see what this ninja doing. He probably got, you know, she was like, he probably got another girl. And so she pulled up and she waited for his ass and his car wasn't there. And she said, I'm going to wait until this ninja pull up. <laughs> I'm going to wait. She probably waited for five hours for this ninja to pull up. And here he did pull up at 2.30. And she was like, oh, there's another girl in the car. Shit. And she snapped. She went old Polio Loco on his ass. <laughs> and the ninja didn't know. He didn't know. You can't just mess with no last name Escobar chick like that. Look, brothers, look at this girl right here. I want y'all to take a good look. And there's a game dude that's going to try to prove me wrong. I'm going to give y'all some life-saving advice. If this girl right here, yeah, Keisha was in the car. If you see a girl like this, <laughs> and she's going to look meek and shy and small, she's probably 5'2", a buck 10. Skinny, 
If you see a girl like this, do not think that this girl do not know how to handle herself. Don't think she ain't going to turn into the biggest CIA or FBI agent in your life. This girl is living La Vida Loca. This girl right here has she like brothers think oh, I'm going to just go ahead and pipe her down and throw her to the side. I'm going to tell you, this girl can do things to you. She can put some voodoo on you that you ain't never even heard of, bro. She knows people. She knows people that aren't even registered on the census. That can come get your ass. They here. <laughs> they here, bro. Do not mess around. And so he was in Tennessee. Oh, let me mess around with this damn Mar Marisol. You know what I mean? And I will say this. I'm going to say this. There's some other brothers that have found this shit out, too. All right. And I'm not going to say his name because he's well known and people are going to say I'm throwing shade. Or I'm saying something that might not be true. But last I heard, company, last company that brother kept, it was curtains. Just saying, but I'm not saying. But, so be careful out there. <laughs> be careful. Y'all think y'all gonna run all over Latinas. Mm, Latinas don't play, man. I want a Latina, coach. I want a Latina. Okay, you're going to get you one. I grew up around Latinas. All right, shout out to my Latina chicks. You better be careful with them. They got people that come out of everywhere, bro. You don't even know them. You'd be like, oh, she ain't nobody, dude. They got, dude. Let me tell you the one, thing, <laughs> the one dangerous thing to deal with Latinas, and this is going to be Southwestern Latinas. I'm going to show you. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I, am I sharing the screen? Oh, hold on for a second. No, I'm going to unshare it. I'm going to show you that this is a great opportunity. This is a great opportunity to go through who you should worry about if you think you're going to get over on Latinas. Let me see. Let me see here. This is the first person. This is the first person you have to worry about. Let me pull them up here. I mean, like, because because you might not know, you just got, I'm going to run game on them because they family is thick. All right. So we got them right here. I'm going to pull them up. I'm going to pull them up. All right. So the first people you got to worry about when you mess with Latinas is this dude right here. El Ranchero. El Ranchero. They family roll deep, son. They're not like black women. Black women don't got no brothers or sisters. They ain't got no daddies or nothing. Latinas have El Ranchero. Now, it could be an uncle, a cousin, El Guapo, Poppy. <laughs> you don't know. But they got El Rancheros in their in their family, bro. So you better stop thinking that they don't have these people behind their back. If their daddy looks something like this, I would not mess with them. See, when you go run game on a Latina chicks and they daddy look like this, you might want to back up. <laughs> don't mess with them. Because they rolls deep and they rolls deeper than Atlantis. All right, I'm going to show you the next one here. All right. I'm going to show you the next one here. This is who you can deal with. And she's lucky she didn't let, let me see here. She's lucky. She's lucky that she didn't release. All right, here, here we go right here. Oh, man, this dude's perfect example right here. Shout out to my Latino brothers out here, especially the brothers in the Southwest. All right, why can't I make this picture bigger? 
All right, here we go. We'll use this picture right here. All right, so this one right here. If they family, they got any family members that look like this here, right here, this right here, they go to car shows and shit. Don't mess with her. Now, you're going to say, nah, she from the suburbs. She don't know nobody like that. I'm here to tell you, she has people like this. Now, it's only going to take one phone call, but they going to stand up for their cousin. Primo, little joker, little puppet. They're going to come with you and they don't even they could go high back in the creeks and crevices of Houston, Los Angeles, Brownsville, San Antonio, Santa Ana. You won't find them, bro. You're not going to find them. Police ain't going to find them until years later. They're not going to find you either. They're not going to find you. So be careful up in this mug. All right. Do not think you're going to just run some oopsie doopsie game on these people and you're going to boom. See what y'all used to is dealing with fatherless women. Fatherless women, they'll let that shit go. Or a woman that's embarrassed to tell their fathers, like a suburban fat milk snow cow, right? Some white snow cow somewhere in the Midwest and you run some game on her. And then she, she afraid to tell her old dad who about to retire that her daughter getting piped down by somebody from the hood that don't ran game. So she's like, all right, I'm a little bit embarrassed. I don't want to bring shame to the family. Right, but So she ain't going to tell on you. She's just waiting for you to legally slip up. I already told you what the game is. White women build cases against you. Sisters have another man in her life that gets you. Latinas, how are they going to do you? They're going to do you with some sort of, you know, street violence, or they might shank you up, juke, juke, juke you yourself. He says, take it easy, Coach. Blacks got back up, too. I just said they did. All right, I just said they did. Black women are going to use another man. The black backup is another man, most likely. Ninjas in the hood, they don't be doing nothing. They got it together. You know what I mean? Ninjas in the hood ain't going to slice you up. You know, somebody cousin, somebody cousin, all of a sudden come up. Oh, man, my cousin. Hey, this dude ran game on you. Dude cousin, like, whatever. They just going to shoot you up over some street drugs or something. Rap music lyrics. Again, black women use the simp enforcer. Yes. She will give some dude to come in there. She'll give him some peace leave, and then she'll say him. Pookie. She's always going to use another man. Like if you're that's your girl and you break up with her and she has her baby, she's going to bring another man around that baby. Then it's on like Donkey Kong. That's death by simp. She's going to play the victim. She's going to play the damsel in distress. Oh, my baby daddy. And that dude's going to do. Here I come to save the day. That's all that is. It ain't never going to be her family. It ain't never going to be her brothers or cousins standing up for her because they know she a skeezer. So they know she a skeezer. They ain't never going to do no shit like that. They be like, Tamika, we ain't got no time. Well, who got you this time? <laughs> they ain't going to jail for their cousin. <laughs> but uh, he said the bodega poppy too. Bodega poppy. Bodega Poppy. Let me see if I can find it. Bodega Poppy. Let's go for the East Coast brothers right here. Oh, no, not these brothers right here. Let me see if I can pull them up. Yeah, this brother right here. You mess with a Latina Dominican chick. You mess with a Puerto Rican chick. In New York. With all these Newports and packs of cigarettes up here. 
You mess with this dude, this dude gonna come get you. Rodamez is his name. His name is Rodamez. Hey, Rodamez. And they gonna whistle. <laughs> his name is Angel. <laughs> hey, Angel. <laughs> and dude's gonna come out with switchblades on your ass. Switchblades. <laughs> Be careful who you messing with out here, guys. And look, we always tell you, even there's somebody, how, how the Asian women gonna get you poisoned. So, um, where are we at here? What else we got? We got a woman here. Be careful who you deal with. All right, we going to the we going to the white suburbs, and this is common of a white suburban women. What is going on here? They want me to accept this, reject this, reject. All right, uh, let's see here. Now we going to the suburbs. This is very common of suburban women as well. You guys got to watch out for them. A lot of them be on cocaine. Not all. But a lot of them have had cocaine in their past. And most of it is because they get access to it free. Uh, it says right here, the white coca fueled woman attacks boyfriend of four days with a knife, then moans at police. Here she is right here. Hold up for a second. Definitely of the snow cow variety. What is What city is she from? She definitely a snow cow. Uh, let's see here. And red wine. He says a woman who had uh, taken the coca and drunk alcohol. There you go. With the wine launched a frenzy knife attack on her boyfriend of just four days. As she told him, I'm going to delete you. Good Lord. Shannon Sadler was described as acting possessed after taking drugs and drinking. One thing you want to do is get a sober white woman. You definitely don't want to be around drinking white women. I That's just my philosophy. I, after years and years of learning the hard way, being around drunken white women is a bad decision because they don't, they lose themselves. Hi, girl. Josie. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you okay? Yeah, they, they tend to forget who they are, where they are, and very minimal alcohol. Very minimal. He said they exist. Yeah, they don't exist. I mean, very much their culture does breed this. But the problem is they make decisions and then they play the victim way too easy. Um, and then if they're on drugs, marijuana, even marijuana, the slightest hit of marijuana will send them swinging. It will send their ass swinging, bro. They be a whole nother person. They hit some weed, they be a whole nother person. They didn't forgot who they are. It says right here, her partner woke up on the sofa following a McDonald's trip to find the 22-year-old woman attacking him. This woman's 22 years old. Oh, the humanity. Are you serious? 22. Boy. <laughs> this woman's 22. Hold up, man. Oh, the humanity. Sadler bit him and before punching him and then reaching for a knife. There's something left out in this story. It says the man who was stabbed in the arm later then told the cops he thought he was about to be killed had he not raised his arm in self-defense. Sadler was later apologetic, saying, I ain't a bad person. That's false. She then asked, am I going to prison? Aren't I? Yes, you are. Sadler from uh, Stockport. Oh, this is in the United Kingdom. It says moaned when cops. Well. That, that's why there was a knife. It was the United Kingdom. Moaned when cops seized the bloodstained knife. That's evidence as it spoiled her kitchen set. Yeah, they lose themselves. She even accused police of being of unlawful, unlawful entry when they rushed 
to her flat. Sadler of Blackberry Avenue found herself in the dock. Oh, at the Manhattan Crown Court. She's now been jailed for two years and 11 months. Two years and 11 months. Wow. All right. Says right here, there was a whole bunch going on right there. Says right there. So anyway, anyway, sounds like you guys got to watch out, man. You guys got to watch out for people that be on drugs. This is why I don't, you know, after a certain age, you got to leave the nightclubs because the nightclubs do have drugs and, and alcohol. You know, when you're young, I get it, 21, 22, 23, you feeling yourself, you just getting your you getting your sea legs about life. You thinking that this is the place where everybody meets and fornicates. It's not so anymore. You can do that way without that. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're around women with drugs and drinking alcohol, I know people are like, you got to enjoy life, coach. No, look, <laughs> you know, these people are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. All right. We got that story down. And I think that's the last story for that bit. Yes, indeed it is. All right. So look, let me catch up. Super Chats. All right, Teddy KGB had a little patient last night come in with her father. She alleged that um, she alleged uh, an assault from her mom's new boyfriend. We got CPS involved and the law. However, the little one kept changing her story. Another reason to not date single exes. So it sounds like uh, her mom's new boyfriend was probably maybe touching her. That was the allegation. But it seems like the girl was changing her story. I'm I'm interested to know how old the, the little one is, and hopefully she wasn't being violated. We don't want that. But um, it seems like there was potentially some violation going on, or somebody, maybe somebody put something in her head, or maybe she had a drink. I don't, we don't know. We don't know. I don't, I really don't know. But I wonder how old she was because it's interesting. I always say avoid single mothers with female children. Single mothers with female children. You could be accused of that in a situation, even if you didn't do it. Like, for instance, the situation uh, that the uh, man in Disneyland that jumped to his demise, he was accused of assaulting the 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 daughters. Now, I don't think it was a S.A. I think it was a physical assault. But even there, there's another example of the kids being used, the single mother using her kids against the father. And he. And he was like, I can't defend myself. I I would have I would avoid it if they have daughters between the ages of I would say five and five and 17. Let's just call it that five and 17. Certainly preteen. Um, why would you want to be with a woman that got preteen kids? I don't care if it is a female or a male kid. Being around teenagers is just not fun. All right, they're going to be struggles that you're going to have to just be involved with. It ain't worth it. But it's certainly if it's a female teenager, no. Female preteen, no. Female kid that's between, you know, elementary school, no. Just avoid that shit. Just avoid it. All right, Jay Will, what's up, coach? Someone commented that you recently had a stream discussing seeking. What show was it? I couldn't find it. Shout out to the coach gang. There's barbecue in there. All right. There's barbecue in there. If you look at the bottom Left-hand portion of your screen that says members only content, coachgregadams.locals.com. So that's where we discuss that over there. And we go into the dirty, dirty details of the dark side. Yes, we do of the dark side. We show y'all that the dark side is alive and well. We don't discuss it here on YouTube because a lot of people want to get free information like that. They want to make reaction videos, exposed videos, and all that stuff. So I make it separate content. And then I know that a member actually took the content from a member stream if they did do something 
scrupulous like that. But that's content that you should pay for. It should never be free. And I'm actually doing something that should not be free on the airways. So we discuss it over there. All right. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, did I get all those super chats? I did. So let's go back over to Cash App in the building here. Okay. Let's see. I'm I'm refreshing the screen. All right. They always want me to. They always want me to. They thanks for protecting my security over there. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. All right. We go on to PayPal. All right. PayPal is the last. PayPal is the last stand over there. And then somebody said I missed one from last night. That must have been as I was logging off the show. So potentially we might be able to see what's going on over there. All right. We have. Yeah, that's what it was. Was it one or two? So Das Token says, oh, I know that. I know there's a Blazing guy super insecure. Oh, we talked about mixed race people. He says that's uh, he says like that's cool, but he has no personality outside of being half Korean. That was that. There was a brother that put a comment yesterday about uh, mixed kids, particularly black kids mixed with black and white. They they go through a lot. So um, maybe we'll touch on that. And he says the public schools are mostly white. Negro mixed kids are so insecure. Public school teaches that it's shameful to have dark skin as they never talk about the true African histories in the centuries of dynasties and conquest. We come from Africans have ruled for far longer than any European ever will. All right. So that's a that's a definitely a, a situation of his story. And of course, we're trained in the history of Europe. Most of our teachings are trained in the history of Europe here. If you live in the United States, um, because the recent conquerors over, over the last 400 years have been European. So obviously, that's why we get a European centric history. Even prior to that, Africa, the Mediterranean and all of that stuff have been dominant forces and uh, they've had definitely wars and great history in those periods, but we just don't have those people ruling today. The only way you change it is to be able to rule and then your history can be the top. And that's going to change no matter what in 200 years. So it is what it is. All right. European history is going to be his story, if you will, because they're losing grips on their own, even in their own land, they are losing their own grips. Uh, if you look at what's happening in Western Europe uh, through immigration and whatnot, um, they're getting pimp slapped to death over there. Even in the United States, the numbers are dwindling of whites and white Europeans, but not just exclusively them. It's dwindling for all. But uh, we're letting a lot of immigration come through. And so that white European dominance will die out for sure. It's going to die out. They're not going to have the control. So I'm not saying whatever comes in is going to be better. See, the thing is, you guys think um, for people who are really hateful of Europeans and whites, and I can understand why, what you have to understand is whoever's going to replace them won't be any better. Okay, so don't think they're going to be better. Oh, we're going to get rid of white folks. Well, the problem is you also get rid of their history, meaning the new people that are the conquerors don't care about your 400 years of slavery. They're not going to care unless it is you that conquered them, which it's not going to be in America. I mean, your number, your, you can't even prevent Stragnesia and them from going out to Planned Parenthood every week. So it's not going to be blacks that are conquering America. But the new people that come in, whether it's the Chinese, the amount of Latinos that are coming across in great numbers, establishing their culture here. You also have other people coming across from the southern border, establishing their culture here, particularly in places where Chinese 
have their own police department. You have the people who are the um, the ethno Europeans, which you would call the you know who's. They're silently taking control, if you will, in spaces. You also have the people who are Muslim, Muslim in certain areas, developing their own communities within communities. You have the great amount of Asians that are silently populating and buying up real estate hand over fist. So with that being said is when the new people take over in America and then the whites start to dwindle in population and in power, they're not going to be sympathetic towards you unless it is you that take over. I'm just saying that, you know what I mean? I'm just saying that people think, Oh, now that the white people are gone, we'll be able to get, no, you won't. They don't care, bro. <laughs> they don't care. Trust me. You're, they're not going to hear your story. Oh, thank you for getting rid of those evil slave master devils. Uh, by the way, about those reparations, they're going to look at you with a blank face. <laughs> they're going to look at you with a blank face. And not only that, there's not like they're going to follow rules. They're going to establish their own rules that you got to follow. You know what I mean? This is why you better have uh, be self-sufficient to a, he said, the MLK stare. Yeah, they go look at you like, yeah, you but like, yeah, you know what? Now that Whitey's out of the way, perhaps now you can listen to my story about how they done us bad. They're going to be looking at your ass like this here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what? Because for the for the most part, that history is wiped out as well. So their dominant history is wiped out and the history that they didn't make the money on and wiped out either. They like, we don't care what they was doing. This is what we about to be doing. Anyway, hit the like button. <laughs> they don't care. Just low, just know, man. All right. The day y'all be just waiting for white people to fall, y'all gonna celebrate. Yes, we finally got them out of here. There's gonna be a new ruler. Trust me. And they gonna not give a f that's what they not gonna ever give. They ain't gonna give a F about ish. All right, so anyway. Somebody said funny how you can't even say juju juice. New, 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 new world order. Uh anyway. We got uh, the next episode here. College life. Oh, man. College life. Somebody said, you tripping code. We need reparations. I need a million dollars. I need a million dollars. We need. Okay, who you going to get it from? I'm not tripping. Who you going to get it from? Governor Newsom. You better hope Governor Newsom becomes the president. All right. Anyway, let's get it here. College life at Jackson State. And Arizona State University right here. Let's go ahead and go here. And, of course, this one has music in the background, so I can't play the music. But it's a cold, cold world out here. Let's show you what your potential daughters, your nieces, your, if they're not sugar daddy. This is residential dorm life and college. Everybody pay attention. And if anybody says this is not true, I don't know what to tell you. Here you go. Here it is right here. All right, look at little Stragnesha. She gave you the side hug. He beat them guts. And he's probably like, I beat them guts up. Oh, my God, I am the man. I ran game on her, and I made her look silly. Now, as we know, dudes are thirsty out there. They starving out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. And, of course, you got the tall basketball player chick, the little homie. The little homie come over. Oh, man. And so he's like, man, I'm piping down holes viciously out here. I'm piping these hoes down around all the time, and these dumb hoes don't even know what they're doing. And, yep, I'm about to rearrange some more guts. But what he don't know is, uh-oh. 
Chook, chook. The line is deep. There we go, right there. Wow. Oh, no. Damn. You ain't done nothing special. You've done nothing special. Guys, I want you to know in this current marketplace, when it comes to women, they got the game. They got the attention. They got the pipeline. You just lucky to be there, and you ain't the only one. Most of y'all following up dudes. I always tell you, you follow up a lot of girls that I send to the nightclub after I get finished with them. Let's go ahead and play it in full so you can see what this world has turned into. And you didn't do nothing to her. By the way, I always tell you, you guys give a woman one round and think you did something. Now, you got yours. You'd be like, well, I got my nut. I hit. All right, I get it. But you think you did something and you think you made her look dumb. Yeah, I made her. Yeah, I got her. I gave her. I busted and I got up out of there. Okay. She's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I need somebody else to finish this job. And you're like, all right, I need to go get some more guts. I need to go get some more. I'm greedy. I'm hungry. I'm going to get it right here. These young girls, they so dumb. I'm a dumb. And they talking to each other. They know. And they sharing each other. And they like, yeah. She's like, come on over. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Uh, oh, but look at old 30. Yeah. Yeah, that's brother starving. Coming right in. Uh-huh. Yep. She right there, ready to go. She didn't barely wipe her. She didn't even pat her piece, leave dry. She ready to go right there, boy. And listen, what a cold, cold world we live in today. Woo-hoo. Oh, she's not yours. It's just your turn. Not yours. It's just no, it's just your turn. So today, today's world, I know dudes. And we talked about the Latina chick acting crazy. But when it comes to many of these women, they just, they got a bigger rotation. They spend more plates than you. They spend more plates than you. Yes, there are some women out here spending way more plates. I always tell men this. There's women out here that got finer females than you have. Oh, are y'all ready for that conversation? Are y'all ready for that conversation? Ladies, are they ready for that conversation? There's women out here that got finer females than you do. They got access to finer females than you do. Y'all ain't ready. So this is why we tell y'all to wrap that shit up. This is, he says, I've seen it. Um, If you know about the, the club and listen, I grew up, I mean, you know, in my early adult years coaching young women. Uh, when I coached at Cal State Northridge, I'm not calling any players out in particularly. He says, no, they ain't ready. Brenda said, no, they ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready for that conversation. They had this club at, um, they had this club in L.A. called Peanuts. You can look this up. I think um, Jay-Z even mentioned it in a rap song. He mentioned it, I think, I'm a hustler, baby. I think he even mentioned the song in the song called Peanuts. There was a club called Peanuts, and it was a lesbian club. And all the girls knew. All the girls knew about this club, especially the basketball players and the athletes. And they used to run down there. And 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 a lot of your famous female rappers would be in this club. So this is when people, and I'm not going to name these rappers, but they've already been outed. These were the, think of the popular rappers in the 90s and the 2000s, all right? Them girls, them rappers would be up in them clubs. And everybody would be up in Club Peanuts. Even the straight girls would be up in there messing around. So it it was a it I saw it with my own eyes. I used to see the bull dagger, and I'm just not being I'm trying to be polite. I'm not the bull dagger chick. 
that had the jeans, that had the chain belt, not the chain belt, the chain keychain wrapped between her back pocket and her belt loop. And she walked like this with a big white T-shirt, big baggy jeans and sneakers, had the baddest chicks. Baddest chicks. This girl will pull up and she had the cornrows and she wore the little wave cap. That girl and she looked like she stank. You'd be like, this girl don't even look like she get in the shower. Had the baddest chicks, badder chicks than any of you dudes had. And I would be like, she'd be like, what up, coach? I'd be like, what up? <laughs> you see my girl? You see my shorty? Yeah, I seen her. That's because I'm the coach, right? I'm just like, yeah, I see what you was doing. That was in college. That was in college. And I used to be like, dang. And let me tell you something. And I'm not calling any of my players out, my former players. I would never do this. Some of those girls that were with the stud girls, they ended up getting married later on. They got married to men later on. They have families. Like, I know them. Those girls will mess around with girls. And those girls have families now. <laughs> you would never know, bro. They got families with men, children, and their mothers right now. I'll be like, wow, dude, I've seen this over years, and I'm like, man, this world is crazy. This world is crazy, but if you don't know, you would never know. Somebody's college is gay for the state. It's a phase. Not all women do this, though, but what I'll tell you is they know women that, that ride motorcycles in the Bronx, and she got bad chicks. She got bad chicks. Anyway, let's get on with that. So you guys got to realize that that's going on. They do. Some of them do experiment and taste up and all that stuff. They do do it. And there was groupies at the big universities, the big basketball players, the big athletes, the softball players. They got female groupies. They got female groupies in the dorm. Anyway, <laughs> just giving y'all the game. This is this is real game, guys. This is real game. This ain't no play game. All right, let's talk about this. Speaking of game, as we get down to the voting, let's talk about this. Apparently, in the United Kingdom, we're going to the United Kingdom with this, but we're talking about the gynocentric court system, the gynocentric society that we live in. It's going to be more favored to women. So the idea that, you know, in the 90s, the 2000s, it was favored towards men. It was favored towards men. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we could do things to get away with it. But even now, the things that many of the rappers did, and I want all the game 90 guys to listen up. Some of the things that the rappers did in the 90s and 2000s, they're now apologizing for it. But it's still stuff that you reference and think you can do. Let me give you an example. Um, Jay-Z in the Big Pimpin' video and also the song Big Pimpin' has now kind of apologized for the imageries that he put forth in that video and the song itself. So if you're talking about how to treat women and you're referencing what we did in the 2000s and the 90s, they're now apologizing. Ah, oh, you know, maybe that was bad imagery. Maybe I shouldn't have poured that crystal all over that chick in the video. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have made the song with Pimpin and blah, 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 blah. Right? You're also kind of hearing Snoop, ah, you know, Snoop went on an apology tour. He goes on and off the apology tour. Even Snoop, ah, I apologize. Ah, I don't apologize. 
He's even going guy shuffling back and forth. Okay. And this is because why? Because a lot of the things that we got away with now will be considered crimes. They will be considered assaults. They will be considered, considered me too. You can lose the bag. You can lose your female audience. You could just be out of lose your billionaire status. Right? A lot of the things that we used to do back then, tip drill. You do tip drill today, eh. They apologizing. They shuffling. Even Nelly the other day. They brought up a video, some old ass video of him, of course, talking to some minors. They brought that shit up. They tried to cancel him. See, what we have to understand is, what we have to understand is we turn into a very gynocentric centric, uh, central society where what we used to do is no longer good. Let me give you another example. They tried to cancel Eminem. They tried to cancel Eminem. And now Eminem was everything to us in the 2000s. But what you have to understand, there's a generation of people that grew up now that did not grow up on Eminem. So they listened to Eminem and they're like, this is outrageous. The kids were probably not even born yet when Eminem's music came out, but now they're listening to it and they're going, why is he talking about his, his mother like this? Why is he talking about his ex-wife like this? Why is he talking about gay people like this? You see what I'm talking about? So you got a new generation of people that now look at that and they're going, ah, this is just weird what you guys were doing in the 90s and 2000s. You see what I'm saying? So this is why this whole idea of what we're taking from the 70s, 80s and 90s and you're trying to put it into this gynocentric world is not going to work. It's sad. It's somebody people. It's sad times. It's weird times. It's weird times. But that's where we are. So here's another example of it. Do you know what I am saying? Yes. <laughs> this is where we are. And we've done this ourselves before as well. Let me just give you this history. There was a time people can do really racist comedy. Racist comedy. But by the time the 80s and 90s rolled around, those people, um, I'm trying to come up with some names, but um, I can see them in my head. They were mostly white men. But those people looked weird doing racist comedy. When 20 years prior, it was it was a go. It was a go. You could just say shit like that. But by the time the 80s and 90s rolled around, we looked at some of these people like, uh, damn, what's his name? Uh, not no, no, no. You guys are naming modern people. Don Rickles. Don Rickles is an example. Andrew Dice Clay was always kind of getting canceled uh, in the time. But Don Rickles is a perfect example. Yes. Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker would be a perfect example. The movie Blazing Saddles, Lenny Bruce. So these were kind of examples of new culture catching up and pushing back against old culture. You could get away with that before, but not now. Same thing is happening to us as men in our 40s. Men in our 40s thinking nothing's changed. Why change? Everything works. But there's always teenagers and people in their 20s that look at what we did and they go, no way. They look at, they, they say, no way. Now we in our 40s are going, you people are weak. Well, we actually did that to older people as well. And we canceled a lot of people back in the day. That shit was cool then, but we grew up and we were like, oh no. You see what I mean? You know what I mean? So don't be too critical of it. Don't say, well, these people are weak. We were con probably considered, old people probably was looking at us like, why are you guys offended by shit? Anyway, not that I'm saying 
it is what it is, but it is what it is. Here's an example. Here's an example. <laughs> Somebody said, what? Oh, boy. Let's go ahead and put his ass on timeout. Here it is right there. Cat calling to be made a crime with sentences up to two years. Somebody said it's not the same. Okay. It's all perspective. It's all perspective. Cat calling to be made crime with sentences up to two years. Um, I'll give you another example, if you will. I'll give you another example. What we used to say about gay people. Eddie Murphy, he backpedaled on that too. There's another example there, all right? Gay people used to be out called all kind of F words, and it was fine. We could laugh about gays and homosexuals and all of that stuff and commit crime. Now we can barely say it on YouTube. You can barely say homosexual. Because we're way more sensitive about it, and they have way more power. Back then, they didn't have the power, and nobody was sensitive about it. People could laugh. You could just be like, Mm. You could just put your wrist out like this. Remember that? You could be like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you could just hold, make fun of them in the middle of the street. They could walk into the store. You could just go ahead and go in on them. Now you cannot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're risking it. <laughs> you did all thing. He'd be like, nigga, damn, over there, you know. All right, but now try that shit. You know what I mean? You risk it. You certainly can't do it at your job. You can't do it. You can't do it in a whole lot of places. Now you just going to have to just be like, whatever. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, where are we at? Yeah, I did the Australian thing, the eye contact in the club. So here it is right here, catcalling. And now the problem is, what do you define as catcalling? This is the problem. It's the same thing with sexual assault. What is a sexual assault? Catcalling to be made a crime sentenced up to two years in prison. All right. Or in jail. And it says right here, I got to go to this one right here. The government has announced that public sexual harassment could be a criminal act and that will it will be punishable by up to two years in prison. Now, we know there are certain people that will be able to get away with this and certain people that won't be able to get away with this. Obviously, if you probably have money, looks and or status. Maybe you're fishing with your game. Maybe you I don't know. You might be able to get away with this, but let's just say I encourage you to do this. And you got arrested in wherever this is in the United Kingdom, in England. And the person that was on the other side of this got tired of it and said you were catcalling me, sexual harassing me and whatnot. This falls all under sexual harassment. It says right here, plans supported by the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, which sounds like a woman, which you have to remember, a lot of women are getting into political positions and they're going to push forth these laws. And it would make it illegal to catcall, follow, and or block someone's path in England. These are all things that game artists tell you to do in essence. And guys, these play, these things are going to be legal in the next five to ten years. It's going to make it complicated. I know on certain college campuses, you can't do this. This is what, this is what older people don't understand about young people. You cannot do this on a college campus. In America, any of this shit where you could just, hey, baby, what's up? Hey, girl, hey, pss, pss, pss. remember, we, dude, let me take y'all back. Some of y'all didn't go to college, but you don't remember. On college campuses, you used to be like, hey, 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 pss, pss, hey, come here, hey, pss, pss, pss. used to be, man, I took, we used to stand by this bridge in college. There was this bridge 
where everybody we used to come out and you used to be like, what's up, shorty? Hey, ma. Hey, 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 baby girl. Oh, look at that ass is jiggling. Hey, baby, come here. Psst, psst. Hey. You used to be able to do that shit all day long. Nobody says shit. I guarantee you, if a group of dudes did that today on the college campus, they would be recorded and picked up. Picked up. We used to comment on them, call them all kind of that jiggle booty, saggy booty, big bubble booty. What up, girl? Hey, shorty. Hey, come over here. Psst. Hey, psst, psst. you can't do that today. You can't do that. What's up, ma? Hey, shorty. Oh, you looking thick. Oh, you scrumptious. Oh, I would do this. And... Hey, girl with the dude right there. Hey, girl with the woo whoop. Woo whoop. You got some fries with that shake? You got all that wagon you dragging? Come on, man. I'm letting y'all know. <laughs> she was coming over. Not all of them do, they, but they love the attention. They used to be like, mm-hmm. Some girls are like, I tell you what, you can't do that today. Today, you can't do that. <laughs> you cannot do that shit. All right. Now, if you in a straggle neighborhood, you might be able to get away with this shit. So a lot of game dudes hang around in straggle neighborhoods. You might still be able to get away with that shit. But you cannot do that shit on no college campus. Don't think you're coming to the suburbs with that shit. Do not think you're coming to the suburbs with that shit. You might be able to do it in some hole-in-the-wall nightclub. Do not think you're going to an upscale club where they got VIP bottle service girls sections and tables. And you ain't got no section or no table. You're not doing that. You're going to get kicked out of there. <laughs> you're going to get kicked out of there. Trust me. Dudes that are saying they're doing this shit be somewhere in the middle of South Bronx nightclubs pulling that shit. They're not any anywhere exclusive. No nice places. No, they're not in there doing it. Anyway, you're going to get tore up. And so this is what we're doing here. And somebody said it's quite subjective. It is subjective, and that's going to be where your problem is. There's no clear-cut definition of what... This would be called. You don't know what a woman considers sexual harassment. You don't know. You don't know if she considers you a sexual harasser or she would give this dude a pass. See, back in the day, the lines were pretty clear. Most dudes got a pass no matter what. There was no chances that she could just be like, okay, you get strung up. You, I like it. She just had to put up with it. Now, she can decide she might be in a pissy mood. She might be on her cycle. She might think you're ugly as hell. She might be bothered by you. She might want it. She might want the effort. They get to decide. You don't. So you say, I didn't do that. She decides, not you. Remember, she's deciding, not you. Now, look, this is what it's happening now. Trust me, as we go along on this 10 years from now, it's going to be a lot more complicated. So we're just starting the process. I know dudes that are in your 40s, you think this is ridiculous. Well, you're going to be in you're going to be 60 by the time the new wave of people in their 20s, this will be common. This will be common. Just like just like he says cultural inversion, just like in most college campuses, you might have to write somewhere what your pronouns are. It's quite ridiculous. You think as in your 40s, that's quite ridiculous. 
by the time you're in your 60s, it's going to be quite commonplace for people that are in their 20s to announce themselves at that. Matter of fact, I was at Target the other day. And remember the story about Kaylee, that that nice Kaylee flatback that I saw that I asked for assistance to find. I can't remember what I was finding on her name tag was her pronouns. I remember I looked on her name tag and she had her pronouns underneath that. In 20 years, that's going to be commonplace. They're going to introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Kaylee. She, her. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? See, that's where we're going as a world. Once they start this, they don't stop. It's going to continue and it's going to be more restrictive. And the lines will be clear by that time. This is why we have to figure out what's happening and adapt. Otherwise, you're going to be out. Here's another one right here. And then it's kind of like married people now that don't understand the dating marketplace. I'm giving you all examples. Dating people now who don't understand the dating marketplace look at people in their 20s and they say, how come you're not married? <laughs> right? A person in their 20s are like, what? How come you didn't buy a house? People in their 50s, it was commonplace to look for to get married and buy a house. A person today in their 20s aren't even thinking about getting married or buying a house. It's not even a reality. But you, because in your 50s, when you were in your 20s, you would think about shit like that. These people have a different world. They have a different world where they can't really process that, especially if they're in a major metropolis. But you're thinking, hey, in the olden days, in the good old days, you see what I mean? It's just like this. Here's another example. Uh, it says deceiving your sex partner could be or would be a crime under this bill that is backed by New York Democrats, Democrats, new, 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 new world order, New York Democrats. See, they say old heads and I'm an old head, but I'm actually a realistic old head because I know I got I'm not one of these old heads. We, we need to go back to our days. But listen to this. Because old heads, to me, uh, what bothered me when I was a kid was old heads. Now, an old head to me was a person that lived in the 50s and 60s. And they lived in a different time where a penny candy was a penny. You know what I mean? A, a Snicker bar was $5 and a soda pop was 25 cents. And they used to talk about, oh, man, back in the days when we used to be out in the farm. Mm -hmm. So we have to understand as Generation Xers, we sound like those assholes in the 50s talking about Mr. Sandman. Bring me your dream. Don't, 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 don't. That's what you sound like. That's what old people used to sound like to us. What? What do you talk about? Penny candy was a penny. Right there, it clearly says it's five cents, right? OG people have to understand time goes on and there's a new generation of people. And yes, your time has passed. The shit that you want to preach to young people, what I'm going to teach you is to get out there like when we used to do it in the 2000s. The 2000s were almost 25 years ago. The 2000s were is almost 25 years ago, which means in effect, and the 90s were almost 40 years ago. He says, why I oughta? The 90s was almost 40 years ago. We're approaching that point, 35, 40 years. With that being said, just apply it to when you were a kid, when you were growing up and you were 20 in the 1990s and somebody told you to do some shit 
like they used to do at Studio 54, you would act like, what the hell are you talking about? When you ask them, that, when you tell them what's going on in your struggles and they reference some shit from when JFK got assassinated, you would be like, listen, old head. <laughs> listen, I don't know what life was like when everybody lived in black and white, but we live in color television. You see what I'm saying? So you're trying to now take what you used to live like. Hold on for a second. Let me show y'all. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that's staying along here. I'm just trying to let people understand uh, what's going on here. Uh, let's see here. Back in the day, we had televisions like this in the 90s. I know this seems like yesterday, but you see this television right here, Sean. Yo, Sean, you was rich if you had a television like this here. You was rich if this was your TV. You was balling out of control if you had a TV like this here. This freaking TV will crush all of your toes and metal tarsals and your toenails if you dropped it. This heavy as hell TV, and you needed two people to put this TV on that night on that TV stand. See, look, back when this TV was popular, you. <laughs> was having a ball out here and a blast with women. You were having a blast. You were out here taking advantage of the situation. You were doing what you're doing. Now, let me tell you, if you brought this TV into 2023, you would look like a god dang fool. You couldn't even hook no shit up, no HDMI. You couldn't hook your Apple TV up to this shit. You couldn't even hook no damn one of those little strip speakers up to this. There, You can't hook nothing up to this. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, you you do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the humpback in the back TV. Hold on, let me show you what it looked like in the back for you young heads. This is why you couldn't lift it. Look, look at this shit right here. This is what the TV looked like in the back. You can't even grip around to even grip it. This TV weighed 2,500 2, pounds. This TV weighed 2,500 pounds, Sean. You could not carry this shit by yourself. Yeah. Oh, you break your whole back trying to put this TV on. You need two people. This TV was the TV for the 2000s. When 2000 TV came out, this TV was the shit. So anybody that references this, there's the TV right there on the back. Anybody that references this error, this is your TV right here. <laughs> Okay, times change, bro. I can carry a TV in one arm right now, 68 inches, one arm. One arm, I could carry it with one arm, with no problem. I could just yank it off the wall, move it to another wall, just like that. That's how, that's how times have changed. And I can hook everything up to it. So that's how times change. Let's go ahead back and show, show this source information here. Times change, man. Uh, wait, deceiving your sex partner would be a crime under a bill, which is not this bill has not been put into law. But this would be a law somebody's considering. Again, doesn't mean that they didn't put it in the law and it didn't work yet. They might practice this later on. They're considering this. And what does this mean right here? Obtaining sex through deception, concealment, or artifice, artifice could violate consent. 
could violate consent. And of course, when it starts in New York, you know, L.A. going to be the next one. A group of New York lawmakers is trying to reinduce, re, I'm sorry, redefine consent in a way that would make it a crime to be less than fully truthful with your sex partners. Under the new proposal, antics now considered merely caddish or immoral, which means Chad and Tyrone. Okay, that's what it means. Which means the woman, the, the, the Mexican woman sitting out there, oh, you got another girlfriend? Like lying to a prospective sex partner about one's relationship status. That's exactly what it is. Like that Mexican chick sitting out there, oh, you had a girlfriend? Oh, I didn't know. Or social standing, where you stand, how much money you have. There's a lot of dudes lying about how much money they have. How much they balling. Where they are. Remember I said dressing up like a doctor could be considered illegal in many places because you're 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 doing it under frost. You know, you, I'm going to dress up like a doctor and get hoes. I'm going to say I'm a doctor. Future intentions. Oh, I'll marry you. Here it is right there. Would count as criminal sexual misconduct. <laughs> okay. This is where the world's going. Now, does, all, does that mean you should be scared? No. Does that mean um, all men are going to get this potentially? No. Some dudes are going to get away with it. Do you want to be the one, though? It says right here in the committee, and it says sponsored by Assembly Member Rebecca Seawright. Women are getting very steeped in politic, politics at all levels. Men are not. Men are becoming just like, I don't care about politics. Well, that means women are getting into positions. When they get into positions with politics, media, and whatnot, and, and psychology and science, they put their perspective in. And they push it through because you're not paying attention. And it was co-sponsored by three under other Democratic lawmakers would amend New York State Penal Code to define consent as freely given, knowledgeable, and informed agreement, and that is they're going to obtain without the use of malice, such as forcible compulsion, duress, coercion, deception, fraud, concealment, or artifice. They added all of those things, duress, coercion, deception, fraud. Sex through forcible compulsion is already considered grape in the first degree. Under New York law, the biggest change Seawright bill would have in state law would be against sexual misconduct. All right. There's a whole bunch of thing right here. A person being guilty of sexual misconduct is. OK, we're not going to go into all of that. But they include it. Thus, if consent is defined as sex obtained without any deception, concealment or artifice. Somebody look it up. Anyone who lies to or omits information from a prospective sexual partner, will be guilty of sexual misconduct, a class A misdemeanor. This would open the floodgates of criminal prosecution and civil lawsuits involving any number of wrong but incredibly common situations among sexual partners. Telling a prospective sex partner that you are single when you're actually married or in a relationship would seem to fit the bill. So, too, with trying to get laid by professing more interest in a future relationship than in, uh, than one actually has. Women could be guilty for lying about contraceptive use or menstrual cycles and men about lying about vasectomies. Trying to win over a date by saying that you have a better job than you actually do, live in a nicer place 
or went to a better school could be a crime if that date sleeps with you. Any half-truths or any omissions about your social or financial status could possibly contribute as artifice or concealment. So could lying or concealing information about one's race, ethnicity, or religion. Someone might try to sue or press charges based on the idea that makeup, Botox, boob jobs, or similar measures to enhance one's appearance should count as a legal artifice that negates consent. It also seems likely that people could uh, attempt to use the law against transgender or gender non-confirming people. Yo. Now, <laughs> here we go right here. Now, who's likely, who's more likely to use this law? Women are more likely to use this law. Men, if you sleep with a woman, she has a boob job, you didn't know about it, are you going to sue her? You're not. But the idea that we have people that are coming into this world, like if you looked at the movie Demolition Man and you looked at the way they sexually uh, got involved with each other, we're actually approaching that as time goes on. So anyway, what do we got here next? Uh, we're going to do the vote. We're going to do the vote. Looks money status. All right. Thanks for sticking around so long. I'm telling you times that are changing, gentlemen. You better adapt or you will not overcome. This is a new world. And then, yes, it's a gynocentric world. They're bringing their own things to this world. Oh, man, what a world we live in, man. Where are we at? Okay. Roberto Moreno, shout out to Derek Jackson and Hafiz's daddy, CGA, in the building. Shout out to you, Derek Jackson. <laughs> Took that L or did he? Did he? We actually went over that. We're learning more about it as well as we go on. I don't want you guys to be scared to introduce or operate with women, but you certainly can't use old tricks. And certainly there's going to be guys that will teach you how to do old tricks and they'll be what you perceive as quite successful at it. So we'll talk about that as well, right? Why are they successful? We'll talk about that. Why are they successful and why you may not? Why are you perceiving yourself to be successful at it? You might perceive, I'm, I'm getting away with it, coach. Okay, let's get some information where are you where do you live what type of women are you dealing with you know what i mean mr ant the great this is why the world today is full of ish and hypocrites what jay-z and snoop portrayed back in the day is on full display on today's insta seeking tinder and bdsm etc no way they could tell me that that's unacceptable now i would have called them out on that bs so shout out to mr ant the great i think and what we know about what we call female empowerment has essentially been this. And I used to be against female empowerment, the idea of it, meaning there's no such thing, right? And what we thought female empowerment was, was that women wanted to be CEOs. Now they led with that. But what we now know about female empowerment is this. What they did not were able, what they were not able to capitalize on, or at least monetize, they can monetize now. For instance, Hugh Hefner and Playboy, if you did that today and you started a magazine for Playboy, eh, they would be like, no. Same thing with the modeling industry. These modeling industry people are setting the standards and making us eat grape skins and telling us how to look. We thought they wanted to get away with the objectivity of it. 
But what it was, was they wanted to be under control of it. Now we're seeing that they didn't complain about being objectified. They claimed about who made the money by being objectified. Now they get to control their own objectification. They can make their own money from it instead of making Hugh Hefner rich. They can make themselves rich. That's the difference. We thought we didn't see that coming. We didn't see that coming. We thought they all wanted to be good, honorable women, working class women, and they were just going to be good, honorable. But what we're now understanding, and J-Lo was the tip off. I told you this when J-Lo performed at the Super Bowl. When she said this is about female empowerment, and they showed up being strippers, her and her and that damn, what's the girl's name? Shakira. And I was like, how was this empowerment? Then I got it. It was quick. I was like, oh, it's not that they don't want to be objectified. It's not that they don't want to be sexualized. They want to control it. This is the whole, the whole word of consent. They control consent, meaning they are the choosers. Now that they are the choosers, they're empowered. If you don't understand that, you're not following. This is why the whole idea of the man is drives the control. The high status men do. And even the high status men only have to wait. They don't have to do any chasing because the women choose. Now, this is the whole hyper hypergamy. A guy that is high sta status don't have to do nothing. All he has to do is wait. Now, if you're low status and you have nothing to leverage, then you have to do the introduction. Then you have to run the game. But women are no longer sitting around in particularly attractive women going and what am I doing? I have no relationship or marriage, so I'm less than. That's gone. And the whole thing about a woman being able to sell themselves or monetize themselves and be considered less than is gone. This is why you can have a bad baby make $50 million and she's getting interviewed and she's getting treated like she's royalty. In the 90s, that woman would be a skeezer. Okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. We got to understand that times have changed. We can't use what we used to do because, I mean, listen, I wish that we can go back to a masculine society, but we live in a misandrous society. We live in a feminism, feminized society. We live in a gynocentric leaning society, although even they still think that they're not getting it, uh, getting any advantage as well. We live in a different world. Empowerment simply means consent and control where the resources flow. It doesn't mean they don't want to be treated like skeezers or prostitutes or, or women that sell themselves. This is why a woman can jump on a program that I'm on. She can be married in the OnlyFans star. I'm sitting over there saying there's no God in marriage and dudes are getting divorced. Great. The kingdom come. And I was the villain. I was the villain and they gave her a pass. Not only did they give her a pass, the Christian that was sitting in front of us basically gave her a pass and was attacking me. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. How long would this last? It won't last very long. This society won't last very long. It's very unstable. So things will come full circle. The barbarian will be at the gate. We will have enough weak men to be able to be captured and conquered and forget about it. Do you see where we're going? We're <laughs> Somebody says, which program was this? It was the, the, the debate against Hafiz. 
I was the heel. I'm the heel in our modern society. I'm the guy telling men, stand up for yourself. Don't let them get over on you. Don't let them steal your wallet. I'm the bad guy. The good guys are dudes that tell women to go get it and go get that money. The good guys that give women a pass for being OnlyFans girls. Eh, whatever. She's doing it. This is where we are. So you think there's no change? I'm the villain in today's world. When I would have been somebody that would have been praised for giving this type of information in the past. So anyway, where are we at here? Yeah, he praised her, Devin says. He praised that woman. Hey, you're just you're a good wife. You're a good woman. She's literally a porn star, married, and nobody even attacked her. Nobody went in on her. And I'm sitting over there. They were putting all their energies into me as if I was the bad guy. Weird culture, but it is what it is. I sound like Thanos. Yes, I'm the Thanos of the world. Let's get into this right here. Looks money status. This is where we're going to give you an opportunity to vote. Before that, I'm going to show you a couple of clips. Let's show you a couple of clips that are going to line up. I did want to have an Andrew Tate clip, but for some reason, I could not find it. But I'm going to prepare this clip courtesy of Fresh and Fit. Fresh and Fit is going to show you something here. Let me see here. This is on the show where I think Sneeko was on the show. This brother looks sort, sort of like me, but it is not me. And they're going to ask the girls, Myron's going to ask the girls, fair use, if you would choose a relationship today or Instagram. If you would choose relationships or Instagram. All right, let's go ahead and play the clip. I hope there's no music attached to this, but let's play it. Long-term boyfriend. There's a pretty little Latina thing right there. I would fold that up like a love letter from the second grade, but that's neither here nor there. Let's go ahead and continue. Oh, there's no sound. Okay, so I messed up. But I definitely will still fold her up like a love letter from the second grade. I will fold her ass up like a piece of uh, origami. All right, let's continue. Uh, there should be sound coming up here. And, of course, these are fresh and fit girls, but we'll continue. Instagram or a long-term boyfriend. Pick one. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Instagram. Okay. What? <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Oh, Judea's getting red pill right now. Okay. What about you? Probably Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I probably already knew, but Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I would say Instagram. I haven't met or found a man yet that can give me what Instagram I think. Whoa. Yeah, this is why this show is necessary. Do you see how all these girls are in a relationship with Instagram instead of a real man? They're addicted to attention instead of love. Okay. All right. So, again, remember, let's put this in the context. These are girls that are tend to be on the Fresh and Fit show. People, it's not a great selection of girls, but these are girls that are that some of them are attractive. Some of them are not. Uh, some of them are girls that are about to hustle and street. Some of them got OnlyFans and all that stuff and whatever. Right. But these are girls that typically men are going to go after in some form or fashion. Some of them, most of them are. Uh, there's guys that want to talk shit about girls that are on Fresh and Fit and say they're all trash and garbage. We could say that, but th this is certainly not true. Most of these girls get great traffic from their OnlyFans and their Instagram for just appearing on the show. All right, so that's that. Number two, on that, take a listen to what they're saying. And this is what you want to hear from women. This is why you want to hear women talk. This is why you don't want to, as soon as they open their mouth, you try to uh, interrupt them and try to red pill them. It doesn't matter. You want to listen to them. 
You don't want to be the one talking. See, game artists are the ones always believing they got to talk when you should be listening. Listen, and you're going to get everything you need to know from these people. The old days where you could just talk, bitch, I already know what you're going to say before you open your mouth is over. Listen to them. They're going to give you the direction they're going. Let them tell on themselves. Let them speak. And then thus you will know where you should waste your time. Here it is. They give them a chance. You want a long-term boyfriend or Instagram. They ain't never giving up that social media, bro. Attention is way more valuable. It has way more options. You want to listen, listen, listen. You don't want to talk, talk, talk. You don't want to even get them in a situation where you're trying to convince them of your side. Let them talk. I told you about this love thing. I told you about this romance. In the new generation of women, if you haven't been being around Generation Z women, this is where I fought a lot of the older elder dating coaches or information. They're not around young women. I am. I'm around women as young as 18 all the way up to 29, 30. I'll be around them. That's who I'm primarily around. Yes, I can be with older women. They're just boring as hell. They already out anyway. But I'm looking at a world of Gen Z and millennials. It's wild out here. <laughs> it's wild. They're addicted to attention. Some of them are trying to figure out how to pop off on OnlyFans and Instagram. They love attention. And they're in a point where they're getting way more attention than they ever have, ever have with the women my age. These women have, we used to think they used to go to the mall because they had 15 dudes run up and get their phone number. If you've ever seen a woman's DMs, you would be shocked at the amount of attention that they're getting in there. I always tell you the story. I got some girl, I know some girl, she has a private Instagram account. And she has less than 3,000 followers. And she still has celebrity men in her DM. They can only see the little ass icon picture. Puff Daddy just impregnated a nobody woman and made her a lottery winner. Now, I'm saying she's nobody in comparison to Puff Daddy. She hit the lottery. And I'm assuming he met her on Instagram or some sort of situation where he did not run game on her. I'm certain of it. And he probably got into her attention feed. And she said, there it is. You see what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? This is the world we live in. So, yes, it's cool that you know how to approach. It's cool that you know how to have conver casual conversation. And some women do want casual conversation because they're kind of fed up with the dudes, the thirsty dudes in the DMs. Yes, those things can both be true at the same time. So there's some guy and guys who are like, yeah, but that don't matter, coach. These girls are tired and they want dudes to approach them. That is true, too. However, when you were approaching them, they didn't have attention as a safety net. They didn't get to go home and say, well, these dudes approached me. That was nice. However, I still get to go home with the dudes in my DMs just in case. Or when you ran game on them. You run a game on them, and they still are like, yeah, well, that sounds nice. I'll do whatever you want me to do for a moment. I'm back over here with the attention. Attention is huge today, as Donald Trump would say, huge. 
So, yes, I encourage men to always look at it like this. We give you warm, warm leads, hot, hot referrals, cold approach, cold call, right? Spending your time as a guy using that as leverage in this world implies that you have nothing else to leverage. And in the yester world, it was everything you needed to advance. But in the absence of looks, money, status, or game, or whatever, or attention, in the absence of looks, money, status, attention, if you're leaning on game alone, it is an indictment on you that you lack looks, money, status, or attention. Because in this world, there are people being highly successful just with status alone. You're going to miss out on building the looks, money, status potential by just leaning on game because that's not going to game is not going to get you anywhere alone. Now, some people are going to say you need it as an aspect. I agree. You need to be able to have a conversation. You need to be able to see what the woman's going to do, predict, have discernment, so forth and so on. That's part of it. But that was almost exclusively back to back in in a younger years. That was almost exclusively exclusively what you can lean on. Not today. Not today, because there's something that she wants, and a good conversation is a part of it. It's not the only thing. There's something else that they want, and much of it is attention, in which you can't compete. I don't care how much how good you are. Let's go to the next clip. Do you guys? I'm gonna play it again just so you guys can see it. And even these gentlemen here, Sneeko and the other man was surprised, and I don't know why. Let's go ahead and listen again. Instagram or a long-term boyfriend? Pick one. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Instagram. Okay. What? <laughs> Instagram. Instagram, okay. Instagram. Instagram, okay. Look at these guys right here. This is you guys. This is you guys. They're like, What? If you didn't know women are addicted to social media, I don't know what to tell you. And I want you, I'm going to encourage you to find a female friend. Find a female friend that is willing to share your her social media with you. You're going to get an eye-opening experience. And ladies, are you here listening to me? If you're willing to do this, I want you to share your social media with the normie guy, with the dude that run game, a player. I want you to share your social media. I bet you you won't do this. I have female friends. I I do see their social media. You're going to get blown away. You're not going to understand. You're not going to understand it. You're going to say, well, what does this all mean? And there's going to be, don't worry about all that. No, we don't do that here. Let's continue. Oh, Judea's getting red pill right now. Okay. What about you? Probably Instagram. Oh, that's the truth. <laughs> I probably already knew, but Instagram. Okay. What I would say Instagram. I haven't met or found a man yet that can give me what Instagram I think. Oh, man, dude, this one right here. Again, look at this woman. I know people can talk shit about her. I'm not the one that's going to talk shit about her. She could do pretty well out here. I know she looks a little bit older, but she could do pretty well. Listen to what she said. She said, I haven't found one man. And trust me, she's been picked up. She's been ran game on. She's been invited to parties and clubs. She's been treated. Trust me, 
She's had it. And she said, and still, after 12 years, 15 years on a cock carousel, nothing can give me what Instagram can give me. Let's go ahead. I, I would say Instagram. I haven't met or found a man yet that can give me what Instagram has given me. Okay. All right. And, and so guys are going to try to talk you off the ledge here. <laughs> guys are going to try to talk you off the ledge. Let's go to the next clip. Let's go to the next clip. And I played this clip before. And I'm not trying to talk you out of being with women, advancing, having conversations with them. But it's not the only thing. If that's the only thing you got, trust me, you're in trouble. And I'm going to also say, some of your dating coaches will not acknowledge this, but I will. Because I acknowledge this by myself. I'm a charismatic person. I have good conversation. I have discernment. And I'm an attractive son of a BS. And you know this, ladies. I'm not an ugly dude. I do pretty decent out there in the real world, off the internet, talking to women and all of that shit. I don't advance or encroach just for the purpose of encroaching. I can have a conversation with any women. I know that. But I also know when the other things are considered, looks, status, a little bit of money, position, the women become a little bit more favorable. As opposed to if they don't know me, if they ain't heard of me, if I'm in, I'm, I'm just a dude they're talking to, they're like, okay, that's fine. They're like, yeah, okay. And a lot of these dating coaches won't, they will underestimate that they also have looks, money, and status in some form or fashion. In addition to the game. See? That's what they won't acknowledge, and I'm going to be the one to acknowledge that. If anybody try, and they're also going to say, you know what? I know a midget that has a six foot four guys, and he get all the hoes. He's a ugly, burnt lip, ashy lip, midget, bald, gray, sixty nine years old, and he gets all the hoes. They're always going to bring that guy up. All right, I know a dude in a wheelchair. And I taught him how to run game, and he's just sweeping the floor of hoes. They're always going to bring that guy up. And, yes, we all know that there's dudes out here that do very well, and they are not perceived to be the guy. We all know <laughs> that that's the case. You might even add, with the Andrew Clay tip uh, clip that I was going to add, well, you might even add that, okay, yes, that sometimes – these guys have these things, but the reason why they got control of the woman was game. There's a lot of rich dudes out here that fumble opportunities. Yes, you can add that in too. But however, you get your foot in the door with these other things easier, and then you're able to run game as opposed to most men that have none of these things. They're gonna have, I don't care what to teach them. They ain't going to be able to get their foot in the door. So they have a quality that they're muting. They're taller. They're handsome. They're striking. They're charismatic. They might have the appeal of having money or at least sophistication. And any man that can talk very well is going to have a lead in. Most men don't talk very well. You're smiling. You have charisma. You're strong. You stand with your shoulders back. You're confident. That all indicates something else in addition to the conversation. Somebody said, Tina said it and dropped the mic. 
So they already got something else. It's not just the game. It's not just the approach. And even in when they get deeper into the relationship, the game includes the looks, money, status. There's always something else. We have to understand that. We have to understand that. Money, entertainment, time, and attention found in Instagram. They can get everything they want with the Instagram. So let's not underestimate the impact of it. You can't be without, in today's world, you can't be without looks, money, status, and giving attention, and then just depend on, you got to run this circular motion of game consistently. I'm here to tell you probably not. If you are absent of attention, I'm not going to show these hoes no attention. Many cases, that's going to backfire on you. Sometimes it's going to make the woman more intrigued for a period of time until she hops back into her addictive world of Instagram. Right? You want to say men are addicted to video games. Women are addicted to social media. They cannot do without it. And if you give them a choice to do without it or choose you, they're going to pick social media, nine out of 10 of them. Let's go ahead and show this clip of the dark side, the monetized world of women that even these men were surprised at, but I'm not surprised at. Let's go ahead and play this clip, fair use. And uh, we asked that person. Yeah, we're all just partying, hanging out, listening to music. You know, Everybody's enjoying their spirits, having a good time. And we asked that person, hey, man, what's the deal with these girls? Like, they're like, what's their deal? Like, they're from all different countries. Like, how did they get here? Who are they with? And he was like, they're all mahi-mahi. They're what? And they're all said, mine? Mahi-mahi. A, co a code word that he had been throwing around for working women. Okay. Gentlemen, these two men, Logan Paul, and I believe the other one is Michael. Michael is, um, who did he date? He dated uh, the... Um, not Riley Reed. He dated another prawn star. Can't remember her name. But these girls are in Ibiza. I'm sorry. These guys are in Ibiza. And they went down to a place. They found beautiful women. Now, back in our day, Lana Rose is her name. Yes, he used to be Lana Rose's boyfriend. Okay. Back in our day, old heads, we used to go to a place, a nightclub, a, tr a, tr a vacation. And the women would wait on us to come through the door. And then they would wait to see what their options were. Remember those days? Remember those days? Remember those days where we would, the women would say, I can't wait to go to a nightclub and see what the offerings are. And nine out of 10 men would just be absolute failures and they'll be like, nothing's here. But they would at least be excited and anticipate what's going to happen when you come through the door. Today, it's not that much. If you're in Las Vegas, gentlemen, if you're in Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Miami, and so forth and so on, and you go to a place where the hoes are at, not a hole in a wall dump. We're talking about where the good holes are at. You're going there and they might be working on the side. You're going there and they already have what they want as a choice. You're just whatever. You're just there. And if they happen to have a couple of people, rapper, ballers or whoever, ball or alert, come in there, they come in there and they can come in there and hit the lottery. They might pick one up. If you just so happen to have the table and the VIP access to bottle, you might be able to pick one up. If you just so happen to be able to run around like the Tasmanian devil and pick up a girl, you might be able to, if you're very charismatic, standing by the uh, st standing by the bathroom, interrupting women all day long. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? 
back in the day, that was all the women had. That's all they had. Today, not so much. And what you are also underestimating, and if your favorite dating coach is not telling you this, women are selling themselves like crazy, especially women that go to nightclubs and bars and, and, and travel destinations. Many of them had their travel destination paid by another man, and they're there, and they might bang another guy there. And they're there, and they might turn a trick while they're there. Oh, dating coaches will not tell you this. I know this to be a fact. I know this to be a fact. So you're, you're, we're saying go up and approach these women as if these women are just waiting for you and got nothing else better to do. This is not true. This is not true. If she's attractive, she knows how to turn a buck. If she's attractive, she's got plenty. Now, could she include you in the rotations of spin plates? Yes. Could you get a conversation with her and she says, oh, okay, I'll tell you, I'll take your number or um, I'll give you my Snapchat or I'll give you my Instagram. Sure. Absolutely. And you might learn something from it. And I encourage you, if you don't believe me, do it yourself. If you don't believe me, do it yourself. Go up there, guys. I've sent a lot of girls that I knew were on vacation that were texting and videoing me. I showed this on my locals.com. I showed you. I know a lot of girls that go out to downtown LA rooftop bar and they're videoing me, sending me back. And she's saying, it's wait, you're a freshman. No, she's saying this. Him, daddy. Thanks for the drinks. They don't wait for you to buy drinks no more. They got somebody to sponsor them to get their drink as soon as they show up. And all they had to do was let me rub them feet for a couple of minutes. Let somebody take care of them. Him, daddy. They also got athletes in there. So you're running up. They don't give a shit. You think you're running up and you're going to impress them with anything? Not in today's world. They've seen and heard it all. And if they just so happen to find you attractive enough because you ran some game on them, they'll include you. They'll include you. But many times you're not the only one. Trust me. Especially if you've seen them attractive, right? You've seen them being attractive. You recognize them. I like that one. Somebody else likes them. Somebody said, tag the sponsor. So they're telling you they went on vacation. The girls are there. He's seeing them. They're attractive. You know all of your female friends go on to Tulum and Cancun and a Dominican and Bora Bora and all of that shit. And you were like, what are you, what were you doing there? <laughs> Somebody says the bartender is in the game before you. And matter of fact, if you don't know, the bartender looks at you like you're an idiot running around. And she's, he's already saw this girl get five and six drinks. He's already saw what she is. He's all, he knows this girl comes in and out. The bartender is a part of the game. Yep. The bartender, the bouncer, the DJ, they already got first ups. And they're looking at you from the other side. And you're like, man, I'm about to tell these hoes what's up. What? Yo, Tina, Tina's in here said facts. The bartender know what's up. The bartender looking at you like. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody said the bartender might be the pimp. Some of these nightclub owners might be the pimp. Let's go ahead and show you. Um, this is just the red pilling experience. And I'm just saying, I'm not trying to sell you anything. You could go find this out on your own. You just got to go to the other side. Like, you got to be a bouncer. You got to be a DJ. Uh, Joker from Better Bachelor was a DJ, so he knows. Um, you got uh, to be a sugar daddy. You got to go to the dark side element and look on the back side, and you'll see you're, you've been a fool the whole time. 
You're being playing like a fool. You got to get a table. Like, be a boss one day. Be a boss one day. And we're going to vote here in a minute. Be a boss. Like, go get a table. It might cost you 10 grand. Go get a table in a nightclub. Go, go, go to the VIP. <laughs> go to the VIP. As opposed to going to these hole-in-the-wall clubs and, and busting down straggle-daggles, okay, that are playing you like a fool, by the way. They got plenty of dudes, too. Instead of going to these nice nightclubs and just walking around, standing uncomfortably shoulder to shoulder, go get a table. See, most of y'all ain't never been here. <laughs> go get a table. And have the bottle service and all that shit, and you ain't got to worry about nothing. You can, you can sit up, stand up. You can get on the table. You can get on the table, dance, work. Somebody said 10000 for what? Exactly. See, the problem is you wouldn't do it. But once you do it, you're going to realize, oh, shit. This is what's been happening. This is what's been happening. You're going to find out, wow, the treatment you're going to get, exclusively different. It's going to be way different than you running around the club trying to get it for free. The women that are going to come sit on you and drink your free liquor, drink your liquor and dance and let you finger pop them and suck them, suck me off real quick and grab my Johnson. They're going to invite other girls to you and bring him. They're going to bring you girls. <laughs> They're going to bring you girls. Snipe that, uh, snipe that, um, person right there. They're going to bring you girls. Let me tell you, they're going to bring you girls. You're going to be sitting there. <laughs> You're going to be sitting there. The girls are going to say, hey, daddy, what you got? You can come on in. And then guess what? It's not the real person. And then they're going to say, can we bring all of our girls here? Bring them. And they're going to be sitting up there in their mini skirt with no panties on. Sitting at your table, sitting in your section. There's going to be women holding their drinks, hoping while you're running up, while you're running up to them, asking for their number, they're hoping they get invited to a table. They're, can't, they, they're hoping you get somebody from a VIP section, see them and bring them over. See, once you see it like that, then you'll go, God damn, I, whatever I've been doing was the complete opposite. This is the complete opposite. Because then they start coming to you, lining up. And then, then it's just like, okay, now it's basically like kill what you eat. I'm sorry, eat what you kill. Then it becomes different. But what does that take? Money? Status? They're going to be like, who is he? Why is he up there? Somebody said, facts, I've had that experience in Dubai last month when I booked the table. When you book a table in a club as opposed to running up and trying to go run around the damn whole bar, you're, you're at a significant disadvantage. But what does that take? That takes level. That takes that. Now, would I encourage you to do that? No, I wouldn't say I would do that on a regular basis. I would do it to have fun. But that's what you're up against. That's what you're up against. And that takes a certain little status, a little bit money, access to resource, whatever it is. It takes that. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, see if we can play this clip. They said the volume is a little bit low. They're discovering that girls are actually working. All the fine hot girls where they landed, 
they've now found that these guys have status and they're going to position themselves for what? The payoff. Let's go ahead and play it here. Let's go. And we said to ourselves and to each other, that's not possible. There's no and way. These bro. girls are like multi-million follower, hot Brazil, like smoke shows, dog. Smoke shows. Like, like, like when we saw the two at that table, that was wifey getting you a green card. You're coming back to America and we're setting up a family. So he was in Sip Mine. He saw these fine girls and he knew they had Instagram followings. He went right to Scent Brain. I'll wipe you up, get you a green card. But he doesn't realize that these women have social media. They have it. They have means of making it work. Let's go ahead and play it. On first sight, dog. A uh, question for you guys. Did these girls have an Instagram presence? Uh, we don't know. So, which is odd because normally that you would get into that conversation, but we, we didn't, we didn't do that. So I asked. Because no, I heard about this actually. Bro, like I heard, no, 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 no. This conversation, we're kind of being like facetious and beating around the bush. Joking completely, but, but completely, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no. But, so I heard this, and I, I'm not gonna mention names, obviously out of respect. But there was a, it was a good friend of mine, which you guys know, I'll mention after the podcast. He had a girlfriend, and she like got guilty and like exposed herself and her friends, and they're really big on yo, Instagram. George, all right, all right. So again, the girlfriend network knows. The girlfriend said, "Hey." All of my girlfriends are doing this shit. Nobody knew. I we know. Yeah, that's we what know we, now. That's the takeaway. That we know said. now. No. So so we so I asked the question. I said, "Yo, which like just by the way, once again, like you said, out of just curiosity and halfway joking, which one of these girls is here like working?" And his answer, all of them. See that that that's a red pill moment right there. All of them. All of them. Which girls in this nightclub in Las Vegas are working? All of them, except for the dumb women from Columbus, Ohio. But even then, even then, trust me, I'm on sites where women travel into Vegas. And before they get in, they're hitting me up. Hey, I'll be in Vegas this week. But you out here in Vegas running around the Venetian thinking you about to run game on them and pick them up. You better go wherever they're going. You better have a table when you get there. <laughs> okay. He said all of them. And they position themselves to where they're going to be in front of him. I'll give you another example. I used to have a friend. I was so dumb. I always tell you this story. I had a friend that used to go to, and um, she used to go to the uh, NBA All-Star Games every weekend. It was a girl that I used to hook up with in high school and early years of college. Fine little Latina chick. She used to tell me every year, I'm going to the All-Star Game. I'm so dumb. I don't know why you're going to the All-Star Game. She don't like basketball. <laughs> like, you like basketball? I never have known her like basketball, but she was hot, sexy, and she had hot, sexy ass friends. What you going to? What you going to the All Star game for? I was gone. I didn't even know. I had no clue. <laughs> and she might be selling it, slanging it, trying to hit the lottery. I don't know. But every year, I'm going to the All-Star game weekend. What? You going to watch the game? She was like, this dude gone. You have no clue. <laughs> she going for a baller alert. That's why she going. And she could do it, too. She was easy. I'm glad I got her when she was in high school. And I was in high school at the same time. But that was how 
out of my depth. This is how most guys are. You're out of your mind, right? You don't even know. You have no clue. And if you think you're just going to go get nines and tens and get game, you're out of your damn mind. You're, you're, lo- you're out of your mind. <laughs> All right. So you're going to need something else to leverage against that. You're going to need. I was in the VIP section at the Raiders game in the win downfield. All I saw was flatbacks and old rich men and some old flatback women. They were sitting up there. Not They didn't move a muscle. They had their seat. They was chilling. They had all kind of nachos and French fries and all kind of drinks delivered to their table. They wasn't moving a muscle. But I sure did know that there were some younger women around there. What the hell? Running game. They was just sitting there chilling. Now, you, on the other hand, would have been up in there. Oh, man. Oh, the hoes. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Let me see here. Uh, let's put up a poll. He said, y'all going to watch the slam dunk contest? Why? I couldn't get it. I was like, why? Okay, so we're going to start with um, what are we putting first? What are we putting first? And I'll do the super chats. All right, the first one in order. We're going to go L, looks, money, stat. Oh, so I got to put this up here. Primary, primary need in today's marketplace. <laughs> And if you join my locals, I show you the evidence in the receipts of this, just so you know. So if you join my locals and if people that are on my locals, they can confirm for me in the chat. Everything I'm saying right now, I back up with receipts, pictures, messages, and so forth and so on. Go ahead and confirm. You will see that I am not lying to you because I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not even trying to sell you the dark side. When you go to locals, I show you this. Boom. This is what they're doing out here. Is it all of them? No, but it's a great percentage of it. It's confirmed. There's, I show you the people that I I don't show you faces and names. I might show you an image here and there. I show you some of the videos. Like, look, these are the girls right here that y'all see at the nightclub. She was just with me. Now she at the nightclub out here, and y'all running game on this girl. I'm like, y'all running game. Y'all think y'all getting somewhere with her. Look, she's sending them videos to me talking about Get him, Daddy. No lie. <laughs> I showed you it. All right, anyway, let's look at it right here. Uh, we're going to go looks, money, status, game. All right. I'll put them on both. This is the primary. What's first in this marketplace? And again, somebody's going to say, well, just because you don't have the money, just because you have the money doesn't mean you have the respect. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Yeah, in the end, she doesn't love you. We're not talking about that. <laughs> all right, look. You know, that's all what it is. That's all here. That's all what, let me see here. Primary need in marketplace. If you want her to love you in the end, okay. Primary need in marketplace. You go ahead and vote. Then we'll get to the secondary need. This is all going to be on what you guys think. You don't have to agree with me. Okay. Looks money status game. The attention, you can't do nothing about it. She's highly attractive and on social media, forget it. In today's marketplace, not what you wish it would be. All right, go ahead and vote. Let me do some super chats and then we'll catch up on the first one. Then we'll get to primary needs second based on your votes. 
And then uh, then I'll play this clip of a Dominican woman. So we'll get the kind of the passport, passport bro travel perspective as well. I got a Dominican woman clip that I want to share with you as well. Shout out to uh, we got a lot of super chats that I missed. Zero fallout. So what about her makeup? He says they better be natural because these new men will hit them with equality. Not sure what that was referencing, but it is what it is. All right, uh, let's see here. What is game doing? How's game doing? We got uh, we got a small percentage of game. We got money being the leader right now on the free agent lifestyle channel. We also have money with status a close second. All right, Timon Junior. Coach, growing up, we used to aspire to be rappers, athletes, and artists, and we would revere the pros in the field. He says, uh, in those fields, because they mastered their craft. Today, I see XXs in their dream is to be a pro at sex. Yes, yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now, there are a segment of women that aren't participating in this, and they're beating the drum right now. But there also are a seg segment of women who tried to do it and realized it was difficult, so never underestimate that as well. Roberto Moreno, CGA, is our modern-day uh I can't pronounce that. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody says, my ladies love me. Zeitgeist, Zeitgeist, shout out to you. I can't pronounce it. All right, Unsullied Jewels says, um, ever since you mentioned STDs on the tongue, I, w I have not wanted to eat any peace leave. <laughs> oh, no, I'm starving. Listen. Yeah, that brother's starving. Zeitgeist. All right, Zeitgeist. Hey, don't let me sway you away from that. It's not the only way you catch an STD. You can catch the STD on your tongue by kissing. That's why they call it the kissing, all of that stuff. All right, JC says, it's possible some of those ladies wanted, wanted to say relationship, but women have a high mentality and didn't want to go against the grain, fearing shame. Shout out to you. That could be true as well. They do tend to do that and agree. Rational rationality, any interaction with a 304, any interaction with a 304 is transactional CGA for life in today's world, yes. <laughs> All right, uh, AJT just dropping off tuition. I'll catch the playback later. Free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> Stony Montana, Stony Montana in the building. Um, also sharing drinks as well. All right, Laura Flash says, I know a single mom on Section 8 who takes trips out of state for the weekend to sell peace leave and then come back home like they're innocent. Absolutely, absolutely. Crypto keeper, people out here voting for game over money. Wow. All right, we have a small portion of people that are going to run game or that that depend on the game. Um, and there's some dating coaches going crazy right now. They're going crazy. But I often know, I know some of these dating coaches. What they will not tell you is that some of them are handsome as hell. Pause. Some of them are tall. Like they they have the, they have the position where once they approach, the status is already either recognized or not recognized. Some women will be like, I don't care about what you got so therefore they're gonna shut you down trust me i've seen some of them in action i've seen them approach women and they didn't get nowhere <laughs> so it was like you know what i mean but they'll even admit that that's a part of the game okay somebody also said uh oh and there's also again when you when you live in a place like um new york chicago southern california houston you're gonna be southern california did i say that miami you're gonna be really kind of taught a lesson um in my 
I lived in this housing community in Newport. This housing community is known to have working girls, strippers, and only, not only fans, not only fans, strippers and girls that have sugar daddies. And what they would do is live here and they would go to Vegas and work and come back. And some of these girls were mortgage sellers and real estate agents and lease officers. Like they had regular jobs. They didn't just sit and go sell. Now they, that was before you could sell feed pictures and it was common. But what they would do is they would work Las Vegas and come back and live here. And they would have a job here and they would go to Las Vegas and work. You would not, you would think that this is a normal woman that had a job and oh, she's a real estate agent. Yeah, she does work real estate. But she also flies in and does a couple of things here. Uh, there was another girl that we shared a story that did that, the student at University of Utah. And I did a story about her as well. And you wouldn't have never known until she lost her life. What was the Utah student killed? There was a couple of them. Utah have been having a couple of these white girls getting killed. They always have a one. You got to be careful with that. Uh, let me see here. Seeking. I told you her story. Her name was Mackenzie Mackenzie Lewick. I keep bringing her up as an example. Uh, Mackenzie Lewick. So uh, let's see here. This girl right here. Oh, I thought I was sharing screen. I wasn't. Mackenzie Lewick. So what happened was this girl right here was doing the sugar daddy thing and the seeking thing. Meanwhile, she was a junior at... Utah. And then her friends knew about it. Her friends knew about it. Her friends knew. And then when she came up missing, her friends said nothing. And it took a private investigator to realize that they saw the private investigator was a male, an older male. And he said, I saw this woman at bars in Salt Lake City, uh, basically advertising her services, not ready for dudes to run game on her. She was down there at bars messing with older dudes. And then he said, I think that girl that's missing is a sugar baby. And that set the case off. And then they found out this girl was getting airline ticket. She had airline tickets flying into here. She had airline tickets flying into Vegas, LA tickets, uh, airline tickets flying into LA. Nobody had a clue. Her family didn't have a clue. Nobody. And so you would have walked up her. I'm a run game on this Kaylee. Yeah. You're like, whoa. And did you find out underneath all that? She's like, yeah, that's cool. Yes, I'll introduce. Yeah, I'll get your phone number. Yeah, I may be slob on your knob. But also, I live this double life. So, yeah, I think that private investigator might have hit it, right? Because he was acting like, yeah, I remember seeing her, right? I think he, he must have hit it. But the other part of it is, yes, you might have got her. But somebody else don't realize that they they live this transact they live this life in this what I call a spectrum. You might got her over here, but somebody got her over here, and her they couldn't figure out what happened with her. They she was missing, but she kept getting transactions into her bank account, and it was like her bank account still active. People were still transacting, get sending her money. Then they realized dudes was sending her money to fly in over here. Mm. <laughs> it's like what the. Dude, you can't put anything about past anybody in these days. All right, let me check PayPal. And she was dead, and they were still sending her airline tickets. Mm. 
Shout out to, is this King Chris? Shout out to you. Good to see you. He says game equals manipulation. It's King Chris, coach. Salute. Dating, game co dating coaches will say that's not true. What I'm saying, it's you're leveraging. It's kind of like when I said women who leverage love, leverage love because they have nothing else to leverage. To me, game is the same thing. When you have nothing else to leverage, you have no looks, no money, no nothing. You have to leverage game. Like if you're old and 60 years old and married, you got to leverage game. You got to believe game works because you got none of the other things. <laughs> you got nothing else. So you'd be like, all it takes is game and game is that I'm at. Well, you're ugly. And you're broke. And you got status. You don't got no status, barely. Hoes don't care who you are. So, yeah, when you walk in the door, you got to leverage game. You got to depend on that shit. You like, damn, this is life or death. <laughs> but when you got the other thing, you just be like, and then you could just leverage. Okay, how you doing, darling? Sit down here. Tip your hat. Have a seat like a gentleman. Good to see you, sweetheart. Other girls coming up, kissing you on the cheek. Hey, baby, how you doing? You ever do that? You ever do that? Go somewhere where people know you. Women pick up on that shit immediately. Zero fallout says I was referring to the law being pushed about deception. Watching the coach while recovering from COVID my third time. Lord have mercy. Women pick up when the valet recognizes you. Women pick up when the hostess says your name. Women pick up when the waiter comes over. Hey, how you doing? Women pick up when the, the general manager of the restaurant comes over. Oh, good to see you again. Women pick that shit up. They going to be like, you come here often? <laughs> they going to come here. Wow. Women pick up when people recognize you. That is status. That right there is status. I had a girl that was like, man, these people seem to know you. When I take a girl out, I typically take them out to three different places when I do take them out. And it's always when I'm there, I wait till she shows up so I can walk in there and everybody be like, hey, Senior Gregorio. Hey, how you doing? Sitting in the normal place. Then she going to be like, hmm, you must bring all the women here. Exactly. You want them to think that shit. You want them to think this dude got something in the pipeline. <laughs> like this dude must. You want them to think that shit, right? You don't want them to think nobody know you and oh, you just a nobody. That status card is going to skyrocket. It's going to put her in the right position. Now she's going to be listening. She's going to be listening. She's going to be like, what does this dude got to say? Obviously, the valet knows him. The hostess is, oh, and you're sitting there, a woman recognizes you. Dude, I was sitting there, and it was an older woman. I'm sitting there with a junior college chick giving her jasmine rice. I'm feeding her like a bird. This older woman comes up. She sees me. It don't matter how aged the woman. She sees me. She was like, oh, hi. She comes all the way around, and that was because I think our kids went to school together. She comes around. She comes around, gives me a hug. Hi, how you doing? The girl was just watching like, <laughs> she was watching like oh and she left she straightened the hell up she was like okay i'm dealing with somebody that's obviously known at least or recognized or who are you why did she it wasn't an earth the kid old the woman was like four in her 40s that's old to me 
that's old. Or a woman, any woman comes up, hi, how you doing? Give you a kiss on the cheek and bounce the hell off. The other girl sitting there like, <laughs> and she's going to look at her and look at herself, look at her, look at herself. That is status. There's no way in the world you're going to lose on that. There's no way in the world you're going to lose on that shit. Anyway, right now, right now, and some people say they recognize me. A lot of times women say, oh, you look familiar. I recognize you. Some women say that all the time. And thus, that is a foot in the door. She was like, the first time I met you, I recognize you. I don't know where or you look familiar. That That's a foot in the door. Now you can run to hell, whatever the hell you want to do. All right. Yeah, have the bartender remember you. The best thing to do, the bartender wave you down. Hey, what's going on, man? You get in front of the line. What you drinking? I got you. In there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Money right now is the winner in the first one, which is somewhat of a shock to me, but it's all good. I think money came in first. Status came in second. Looks came in third. Game came in last on all channels. So we got money first. So let's vote the next two, and we'll go in what's coming up next. So status and, of course, dating coaches are like, but that doesn't mean they're going to love you. That's why I don't want to. I wanted to play that Andrew Clip Tate, Andrew Tate Clip. But Andrew Tate Clip was basically him saying, yeah, I have a Bugatti and I invite I went to this networking party with billionaires and I brought two women. And he was like, you know, once you're rich, boats, yachts, watches, suits and Bugattis are nothing. Everybody has them. But what they don't have is women that generally love you. This was his clip. And he said that the men were impressed that the women that he had were about Andrew Tate. They actually loved him. And he had two of them and they just had gold diggers. Okay, so that was going to be the clip and I can't find it. But the point he was making then was, yes, you can have money and status, but you want generally women, you want you want their soul, you want them to generally love you, you got to have them love you. So that does go against what we're arguing. However, I will paraphrase. You also have a guy who is Andrew Tate. He's the rarity. Not everybody's going to be Andrew Tate. Not, Andrew Tate has the looks, pause. He's fit and tall. He also has the money. He also has a seduction or a little bit of control game with women. And he also has status. So he's not absent of anything and has to leverage that. So I do agree with him. Also, also, you have to consider game conquers. What? Let me see here. You have to consider who he is. He's the, yeah, he's the total package. I would say he says game conquers all and there is no debate. I would say he's an anomaly. He's a total package. Not many of you guys are walking in the building, Andrew Tate. <laughs> so that's just what we have to understand. And I don't know if you can become one. Hopefully you be can't. You can. But he's he's maxed out on all the attributes. So then the qualifier is okay. Why are they really there? We don't know. We don't know. Anyway, he's maxed out on all the attrib attributes. Yeah, and nothing against him. But it is what it is.
All right, somebody should say here. Let's start a poll. Oh, where's the poll? Oh, wait, I got to close the poll. Okay, I got to end this poll over here before I start it. And so money won. All right, so let's go to the next one, secondary. Secondary importance, which is going to be, I guess I'll go in the importance of the finish. Status, this is the coach game coaching. Uh, uh, status, what was the other one? Looks and then game. All right, status, looks, and game. And I'm not, don't forgive my, uh, he's a 99% overall. Yeah, he's the 99 on NBA 2K or, or Madden. Okay, let me put the poll up over here. Start a poll. Secondary. This is you guys voting. I'm glad you guys have some input. Status and looks is somewhere at the bottom. So you saying you could be ashy? Well, if you got money and status, you're not ashy. Looks and then game. Game is getting their ass kicked today, but that's not a surprise with our viewers. And I see dudes talking about game, and they got they have no other attributes. I'm like, uh, R. Singleton, CGA is funny because when I go to sporting events and when I go into the VIP section, I do uh, some, I think you mean, I do get some stares and ask questions or people ask you questions. Yes. It's the same thing. I think when you go to, I go to sporting events and you go down to the 100 section, you in a different conversation with the woman. All right. Or you in a different conversation with the women around you or the people around you, you sitting in the front row, you sitting floor side, different conversations you having with people, you sitting in the 400, 300 section and you running up on hoes, different conversation. Trust me. You take a woman to a game and you go down to the 100 level or the floor seats or the box seats. You're in a different conversation or the suites, different conversation. As opposed to going in the 400, 300 section. You're going to have a different experience with the woman. Now, let me tell you, if she's an attractive woman and you take her to the 300 section, your game better be airtight. I mean, you better have game on top of game because trust me. If you're in a big city, she's been in the 100s. She's been in the suites. She's been in the box seats. All right. She's been in those. You better have airtight ass game. Okay. You know what I mean? Because you're going to have to explain why you're in the 300 sections. You're going to have to have an explanation because she's going to be looking at you sideways and shit. She's going to be going ahead and imputed. Now, if she's an ugly broad or just a basic person, she'll take it. Oh, it doesn't matter. It all uh, it's just love to me. <laughs> it's just love to me. You know what I mean? Then you're good. But don't think you're getting anybody. Uh, it's a weird dynamic. Shout out to let me see here. Das token that New York bill sounds like they've been talking to Republicans. Sounds like they are promoting modesty. Interesting. Interesting. Potentially, I can see what you're saying there. I'm trying to put that together, but I'm I'm trying to see here. Did I get this person? I did get them. Oh, I did get Ant the Great. Now, again, people are looking at you. If you're in Columbus, Ohio, none of this shit matters, right? You're in Minneapolis, Minnesota, unless it's the Prince Nightclub. None of this shit matters, right? You're not even going to get onto level of status. If you're somewhere in the middle of a cold-ass Minnesota, Right. You're all the way in somewhere in the Apple country. None of this shit matters. Right. 
now you're talking about normie. Now you're talking about dealing with normie chicks in normie world. But the problem with normie chicks is that they have delusions of grandeur too. And I can take a normie chick from your area and bring her to LA, show her the what the hell's going on, bring her to Vegas, and I can turn her whole world upside down, send her back to your place, and you're going to have problems with her. She's going to be a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you're a woman and you're in Kansas City and you're like, this is not true, and you're talking about the one or two Kansas City Chief games you went to and you just happy to be in the damn Arrowhead Stadium, we're not talking about you. We're not talking about you in Tupelo, Mississippi, and you just happy to go to the Ole Miss games and take that drive all the way to Oxford. We're not talking about you either. We're not talking about the people in Memphis happy to go to the one damn sports event that they can go to, which is the Memphis Grizzlies, and you're happy to just be in the building. We're not talking about you. We're talking about people in the real world. No. <laughs> Winnie Wall says, I'm 41 now, but was a nightclub bouncer and a celebrity bodyguard in my 20s and 30s. And he said, I learned that most women love cocaine. He says, I, I don't know if I can say that on YouTube. And he says, unprotected sex and fighting. My eyes have been open for years. Women are lovably disgusting. Yes. Lovably disgusting. I mean, we it, it's kind of like a necessity, but I've been able to compartmentalize. And I talked about that on the local stream. I compartmentalize them very well. <laughs> Memphis ain't go Memphis is gonna tear my ass up if I ever touch down in Memphis. If I ever touch down in Memphis, they coming for my neck. But uh yes, he was a bodyguard. If you're around celebrities, unfortunately, in my early uh early 20s, I lived in San Fernando Valley. If you know anything about the San Fernando Valley, many celebrities live there. You're at a significant disadvantage status-wise when it comes to dating. And you're going to get thumped on the head. I mean, it was nothing to see. And this is going to be dating myself time-wise. But it was nothing to see at Aerie Spears, um, uh, uh, Belle Bib DeVoe, uh, Brian McKnight. I mean, we lived around all sorts of celebrities. Will Smith, Wayne Gretzky. I mean, it was just normal. Normal. So status-wise, you were in the hole big time. In Southern California. If you grew up in Southern California and you were struggling but there were celebrities around you which is they're everywhere you were just somebody said airy spears yeah i mean look celebrities are celebrities i mean i can name drop all day long i've seen just about everybody seen just about everybody played basketball with them bumped into the barbershop all the rappers all the rappers you know seen them all the actors you know seen them all the female actors denise richardson and the back in the days it was uh uh, Heather Locklear, Tommy Lee, Steve Urkel, all the people on Family Matters, the girl on Punky Brewster. These are all people that I lived around. Back in the day, the dudes on uh, Home Improvement. Uh, I lived around these people. This When you went out to clubs and restaurants, those were the people that were there. <laughs> so I'm telling you, you're going I'm going to run game, and these are the people that are in there with your ass. <laughs> You're just going. And you pulled up with a Honda Civic, parking lot pimping, Terrell Owens. I went to the Pro Bowl during the time. the I, I went to Hawaii, and the Pro Bowl was there that weekend. Jaleel White. Not Steve Urkel. 
I'm in there with my Honda Civic. <laughs> and I roll it up. And you know what I mean? Like, you ain't getting your car from the valet. You parking your shit all the way over there. And you parking lot pimping. Bruh. Somebody says Mike Rasheed. No. I lived around Mike Rasheed later in life. But no. I mean, it was difficult. You're difficult. These are big urban areas. And to set yourself apart, status was significant. You you weren't you didn't have the status. Good luck. You didn't know the girls. Good luck. You're gonna go to Burbank, and I'm gonna go to Burbank, and just roll up on these hoes. Good luck. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> you gonna be sitting there holding your drink. Oh, basketball players. Yep, basketball players will pop in. I used to see an apartment complex that I live. Basketball players used to come in, pipe down the hose, and leave. That was in the San Fernando Valley. You see them come in. They see them park. They come in, pipe down, turn around, leave. And them be the girls you jocking, trying to trying to uh, run game on in your apartment complex. <laughs> like, oh, shit. And you be like, she knows him? How does she know him? All right. So uh, I got one more super chat here. A uh, Das Token says status is the God, God uh, sorry, status is the good fellas treatment. Money alone doesn't get that. That's true, too. Yes. Let me see here. Yeah, the dude Jaleel White is a cool dude. He treated me well. Most of most of the celebrities, you know, they 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 treat you well. I haven't had many bad experiences with them. So we got status is going to be number two by a long shot. So y'all ugly dudes. Y'all Biggie Smalls, but Biggie Smalls kind of Biggie Smalls kind of proved this that you didn't even have to have the looks. And apparently you can get the women. Same thing as this Megan the Stallion woman, which is not the woman that we're gonna judge all women by. But the Megan the Stallion woman is out here getting her guts pushed in by two dudes under five six and and Ben Simmons, allegedly. And all of them have money and status. And all of them really looks wise, not that great, except maybe Ben Simmons, maybe. And I don't know. I, I can't really say for Tory Lanes or the baby. But money and status, you get mixed out. You get what men would probably say is a desirable creature for many. The money and the status trumped and got them right through the door. Okay. Um, Let's see here. In the poll, so we're going to deal with looks and game next. Looks and game. game. Hey, dating coaches are going ape shit right now. <laughs> Watching my show. All right. Uh, we're going to do the final, final poll. Looks or game. Dating coaches are losing their cotton-picking mind right now. Air out here. Dating coaches, are you here? I know you're watching me. Looks or game. Final. They go, you don't understand. Y'all just don't understand. They doing that shit. By the way, I'm going to play this Dominican girl here, and she's going to talk about the American, how she treats American men versus how she treats American men in the Dominican. So she's a Puerto, I, I'm sorry, Puerto Rican. She's a Dominican chick who's from the Dominican Republic, but she's going to say when I'm in the Dominican Republic, this is how I view men. But when I'm in America, in the South Bronx, 
This is how I view men. This is courtesy of JR Wisdom's channel. Shout out to you and fair use. All right, this is an interesting perspective here. Let's go ahead and listen. Sorry for the background noise. They're driving. Who doesn't have sound? Okay. I keep violating my rules here. Who doesn't have sound? All right. No sound. You glad you don't have sound because the sound is awful. All right. So let me see here. Can't they just come here to the Bronx? The difference in the States, New York, whatever have you, because it's obviously going to be a different mentality, but let's get to it though. Um, so the difference, you, you know, a lot of American men tend to go to New York. Yeah. And you know why? Right. Why can't they just come here to the Bronx and meet a Dominican woman? Isn't it easier to just be here in New York? It's not because here in New York, you have the abilities to get things that you want. Over there, you see an American guy coming to visit and you're like, oh, my God, God is, in on, God is on Earth. Interesting there. So. Again, an American guy comes to the Dominican and they're like, God is on earth. I'm going to treat him like a God. Now, that's sometimes in the Dominican, but this young piece of thing, I would fold her ass up. I would put many babies in this woman, but that's neither here nor there. But she's saying when you come to, a, to, to the Dominican, God is on earth. But what's going to happen when she's now in America? She's now here in the South Bronx. What is her mentality then? Here we go. Because of the because of the fact that an American man, quote unquote, can give you anything. Can fulfill your dreams. So that has nothing to do with love. She's like he has money status. All right. He has the status of an American and he has money. He has way more money. All right. Let's continue. There has nothing to do with love. Let's continue. As a, as a Dominican woman. But that's just like their way. Like they use their race and their culture to get to Dominican women. Because they're seen as I can and I am the word of the Americans. So that's why... That's why, that's why Americans is a big deal. Though. Yes, and that's why Dominican women, when they hear about an American guy, they go all crazy. Like, but when they're here, it doesn't apply. It doesn't because I'm already here. This is a country of opportunities. Like, whoever whoever doesn't get to where they want to here, either because of economics or whatever is going on in their lives, that's on them. Because honestly, you can't achieve anything. All right. So she said, once you get here, though, we got options. Mm. <laughs> Somebody said she wrong. Once you're here, once I'm in the South Bronx, I got a whole bunch of men. I got a whole bunch of men that'll spoil me. I got all these options. I got an Instagram. I'm here now. And I got unrestricted movement. I'm stuck on the island of Hispaniola. I can't go nowhere. I'm in America. I can go anywhere. All right, let's continue. Let's continue. Somebody's mad in here. Somebody said this is not true. They're like, no way. All right, let's continue. Do you feel that there is a, well, well you know, I, you know, obviously we know a lot of Dominicans, as you know, personally. Um, 
why is it that more black men tend to be with Dominican women there and here? We don't see as many black men with Dominican women unless they're hella money, celebrity, you know, popular. It seems to be that they're more, they'll date more of their own before. Interesting, interesting question there. That's interesting. So, he, I, you know, I don't know if you heard that. The Dominican women, he said, once they come here, Dominican women stay with their kind. But when they're in the Dominican, he says black women go, black men go over there and they get the Dominican chicks and the Dominican more willing to deal with black men there as opposed to here. Now, I've messed with some Puerto Ricans and Dominicans from the South Bronx. All right. But, um, okay, interesting question. I'm wanting to hear what he says here. More black men, but out, out there with DR, you see black guys as gung-ho when they're dating Dominican women like crazy. Because, again, they're from here. Like, so what if you're white? So what if you're black? You're from the U.S. To us, as Dominicans, including myself, meeting a guy in DR or meeting a girl in DR is a big deal for them over there. But once you're here, you're like, okay, I'm in America. So I can meet anybody I want. Because I'm already at the level I want to be in. Because you're here. Because you're here. But over there is like. Interesting perspective there. This is one of the reasons why we say do not bring them broads back here. <laughs> do not bring them back here. All right. This is the whole point. If you bring them here, you open them up to a world of possibilities. And you're going to see hypergamy take its place. All right. Hypergamy then uh, delivers her options. Then she's a lot more capable of doing what she wants to do. When she's there, not so much. She's limited. So I think what we have to understand is somebody says, I'm trying to trigger passport bros. No, they're not getting fun. I hope and I hope and pray that they know what the game is. And I think they know what the game is. They know to keep them over there and go see them and go fly over there. Once they bring them here, I think they're fully aware that that's going to be a mistake. If you go to Thailand, if you want to go to the Dominican, Colombia, if you want to go anywhere, go there. Do not bring them back here because this mentality here. We talked about this with mail order brides. Mail order brides tend to do this. You're over in Eastern Europe and you're like, oh, you're my wonderful fantasy woman. And she's like, I can't wait to go home in America with you. Soon as you get them over here and they start meeting their Russian friends and their Lithuanian friends, it's a wrap for you. And they start seeing black dudes with muscles. It's over for you. She gone. Everybody knows this. I think passport bros do know this as well. Some people think she's lying, but I think somebody says this is why passport bros don't come out on top. Some women are here cheering this on, but I'm a realist. I know when I go over there, I have higher status. And I've been saying that from the beginning. The reason why they're with me, they in love with me. They in love with the status. All right. They in love with who I am or who they believe me to be. The fact that I can go to them puts me in an upper echelon. Because they can't do what I'm doing. They can't come to America like I've come to them. So I'm already in a status position. That means I'm going to trump. He says black dudes with muscle. I'm a Trump that ass. I'm a Trump everybody that's there, but I'm still on the level of the rest of Americans. Now, looks, charisma, charm, whatever it is. It is what it is. So 
Let me finish up here. And it looks like looks and game fitness last. Are there any dating coaches? Are there any dating coaches? Game finished last over on our area. So perhaps if Fresh and Fit did this poll, they perhaps would be saying game is first. All right. They definitely would be like, or game is first or second. Anybody want to disagree? Steve, he says Steve the Dean. Shout out to Steve the Dean. Steve the Dean, Lucario going nuts. They going ape right now. All right. But Anybody, if those brothers are here, let me know and I can bring you up to dispute whatever we discovered here today. Sheldon Ross, true coach, but money is the only reason Tate got into that room with the no with the billionaires. And the main reason the girls are around money gives access to status. This is true. So, again, the example that I gave you and again, we're not being critical of Mr. Tate, but his demonstration was, hey, we were all in the room with billionaires. and they were impressed as if, you know, with, with the money. But again, you had to get in the room. You know, if I didn't get in that room, you don't have the conversation. So the fact that he got in the room with them indicated you had to have the money to get there. Okay, right? We can do this circular conversation all day long. I'm one that believes that sometimes men can be just as delusional as women. And the ultra delusion of of men is this whole idea of trying to find a way to get women to love you for you. You want to underestimate that the woman only likes you for looks. You sound like women when they say, well, I just want you to like me for more than my booty and my looks. What about this? What about that? Well, guys, you could just be handsome and a dumbass. She likes you for that. Fine. End the story. It put a pin in it. Take advantage of it. But for now, a lot of guys were like, it can't just be that I'm tall. Yes, it can. Nope. Yes, that's what got her in there because she might say, I don't want anybody below 5'11". That got you in the door. Deal with it. Stop being delusional and making it seem like there's something other than that. That's what it was. Okay, the next thing, well, it ain't just my money. It ain't just my status. Sometimes it is, you jackass. Stop being delusional. Stop being in, stop, stop being sensitive for women. For women, ladies, sometimes it's just your looks. Sometimes that's it. Sometimes we hate you after that. <laughs> sometimes we have no interest in what you have to say. It's just your looks. Write it out. Sometimes it's your booty. Sometimes it's the titty sitting nice. Sometimes it's your feet. Sometimes it's something weird. But it's never your career. It's never your we're intimidated by you. It's never that. It's sometimes that's what it is. And deal with it. Sometimes it's your race. Your race alone got you in the door. It's it. But guys are just as delusion. Well, it was that I was certainly charisma and that she liked my conversation. And she liked that I put her in her place in my masculine frame. You can believe that if you want. Sometimes she's scared of you and she likes being scared of you. Sometimes she's just intimidated by you as a person. Wow. He's just physically imposing. And just that I feel, I feel secure around him. I feel, I feel protected, but you think that you're finessing her with some sort of game. She just feels protected around you. That's of primary importance. I feel secure with this man. 
Don't you know that's a primal reason for a woman to be with you? She's per she feels protected. This is why they run around with dudes in cartels. Well, at least nobody's going to take me and grate me and sexually assault me. I'm rolling with these dudes. And these dudes give me money and purses. Okay, I got money and purses and high heeling shoes. They take me on trips, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes she feels protected and secured, and that's the, the overriding factor. Stop believing that it's, it's something magnificent about you. Because you sound like women thinking they're magnificent with conversation as well. Because women are absolutely disastrous with conversation. They're terrible. Sometimes it's better for them to be quiet. Still, that doesn't work because they're trying to convince us that it's all about their conversation and their career and their money and portfolio and all that shit. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Just sit there and look pretty. That would be good. And every now and then, let me know you are alive so I don't wonder what you're thinking about. Anyway, <laughs> I hate to raid on your head. He says them. Them tits be having me, yeah. Sometimes they tend to be sitting right, and you just be like, I just love the way they sit. That's the only thing bringing you home. All right, shout out to Chuck Nasty. Thanks for the knowledge, coach. It's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. All right, dudes want to act like you magnificent. Most of the time, women want you to shut up, too, just to be honest, guys. They just wish you shut up so they can get some words in edgewise. All right, shout out to Brown through, but they'll take the nice dinners. They'll take the, the the good treatment. They'll take the attention, but you're bothersome to them. You guys don't realize that either. Shout out to Brown through. I know she will never look at you like she looks at Andrew Tate. And many women also will say that they don't like Andrew Tate. And meanwhile, if Andrew Tate gave them an opportunity, they would be swooped up in his arms as well, but they know that he won't. So they disqualify themselves, but that's neither here nor there. All right, and Andrew Tate don't be spouting off at the mouth like he does on social media. And if a woman does like to be dominated, they will choose to be selected to be dominated by the type Andrew Tate likes, right? So there's a place for everybody. All right, last two. That is going to be on Venmo. Let me check pay, Let me check Cash App. But yes, last two going to be on Venmo. He says, uh, we're going to call you Travis. Says, I was at a club. And Huntington Beach trying to run game. Dennis Rodman came in, and I saw women leave the men that they were talking to mid-sentence and literally run towards him. That was in 2013. And yes, that Dennis Rodman ran Newport Beach. All right. And I've known a lot of women. Dennis Rodman was the guy in our area. Kobe was the guy that everybody said, oh, Dennis Rodman was at the club that I was at. He was at the restaurant. And trust me, I've been there where the women would do that. Oh, I hate I would never date a guy like Dennis Rodman. He shows up, them hoes turning, they, they, they going. They going, right? Not all of them, but they going. Dennis Rodman ran Newport for a good little period of time. And he's a cool dude. So, um, again, I've, I've been around where high-status men have been, and trust me, I knew a dude, Look at, like I said, I dated a girl who dated me. She liked me for me, but she liked me because she saw me as a marriageable asset. But her previous boyfriend was a fit dude, old white dude, 55 years old, had a house that overlooked Balboa Bay. <laughs> and he had a nice house, you know, $2.2 million house that had a scenic view. 
Did she like me for my charisma? What does she like me for? Women rarely ever just say, I just love him because he's charismatic. That might get you a little bit, but there's some other shit, meaning she just doesn't like you for you. You got to have other shit. You got to have other shit. That's just the bottom line. Let's not, let's not be delusional out here. <laughs> it's my game, ultimately. <laughs> All right, shout out to Macaroni Tony. He says, you can't have more than two struggles. You can't be broke, ugly, fat, and no status. Yeah, well, that's that would be four struggles. That would be four struggles. Look at the dude like uh, the this guy right here. It's barbecue in there. What's his name? Kodak Black. Now, Kodak Black, for some reason, got women flying around the country. You, on the other hand, Pull up a picture of Kodak Black. I'm not trying to diss him. Pull up a photo of Kodak Black. Now, you're out here struggling, trying to run game and this and that. Kodak Black, for some reason, is somewhere getting his, uh, get, getting a woman to drop neck. Drop her neck. What is it? He got game? <laughs> is that, oh, look, does he have game? No, he has enough money to fly a girl in and tell her. It's barbecue in there. And they still going to drop that neck. <laughs> they still going to drop that neck. I was in Miami last and I rolled up. What places? I can't remember why I was having dinner. I was having dinner at the bar. Somebody recognized me. We have a conversation. I was having a conversation with these Turkish dudes. And across the board, I didn't even see him. But the women saw him and everybody around me saw him was the dude Takashi 69. I mean, he was like right there. He was right there. I completely missed him, but he was surrounded by his homeboys. He just sitting there in the wide open. So everybody would be like, they're going to get him. He was in the wide open. Nobody was doing nothing to him. He was not being protected. Security he didn't have a back room. He was sitting right there in the wide ass open in Miami. So with that being said, Women were walking by him, paying attention, and he was paying them no mind. He wasn't looking at them. I think there was a girl singing at the table. There was one girl and a, and a bunch of dudes and him. He was paying these hoes no mind, but they was paying his ass a mind, meaning they was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. They was curious. That was just enough. Now, everybody else in that restaurant, dude-wise, you wasn't getting nothing until Takashi put them in a the place <laughs> right anyway but until you see something like that you you don't understand you don't understand where the energy flows there were women willing to be, they was willing to volunteer they was like i'll go anyway did i get all the super chats i did i think i got them all all right let me let me refresh the screen so uh yeah man shout out to the coach gang uh game coaches Sorry, dating coaches or game coaches. Maybe perhaps you guys lost this battle, but you didn't lose the war. Perhaps you can come in another time and get this, get these, <laughs> you can get these hands. All right, man, we out of here, brothers. Enjoy your day. Peace.